The opinions expressed on this podcast should be construed only as the opinions of the respective opiners, and some content may not be appropriate for little dragons. Discretion is advised. I can't never stop working hard. Each day I feel I have to improve. Hard work. Determination. I've got to keep pushing myself. And welcome to Haya, the only podcast that's broadcast for the badass with a brain and hopefully a sense of humor. Spooky episode of the 58th, recorded October 19th, starts now. I noticed you did say badass in the brain. Brain! <laughs> <laughs> So if you can't tell by now, folks, this is our Halloween episode. Hopefully, you're hearing this before you went trick-or-treating. Oh yeah, I'll definitely get this one out before Halloween, I swear on a stack of pancakes. <laughs> and he holds pancakes Very sacred. Yes, yes I do. Who's that voice, Dave? Who is that voice? Why don't you go ahead and let the listeners know who dropped into the Champagne Lounge today? Yeah, on special invitation here. I am Jared, and I am hosting uh, my own podcast. I happened to contact Dave saying I was going to be in Atlanta. He was kind enough to invite me over to get beat up by Big Al at Ching Yi. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and said, well, now that you're bruised up, let's go uh, record a podcast. Exactly. Uh, why don't you uh, and go ahead. You can drop the name of your podcast. You can pimp a little. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, actually, we've mentioned it back and forth between ourselves. And, you know, Craig mentioned it uh, a couple of times ago for the Marshall right. Thoughts podcast. So go listen to that one, too, damn it. <laughs> yes, indeed. Bye, Gumby. <laughs> All right, so uh, yeah, we got a lot to talk about even before we start the show, but just to let you know what's coming up, and also to let you know why things might sound a little weird today, we're uh, we're in the Champagne Lounge. Yes, we are. <laughs> Welcome. It's about three thirty in the afternoon on a fine October day here in Georgia. Yes, it is. Uh, so you may hear the occasional <laughs> plane go overhead. You may hear the occasional guy watching football in the house across the way scream, Motherfuckers! Because <laughs> the Falcons are like my neighborhood, too. Yeah, the Falcons are not doing so hot this year. <laughs> Learn some defense. But, you know, we won't have kids jumping in every 15 minutes telling me they need to go potty, so. You might hear some tufted tit mice, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There was one There's just there. Did you voice. hear that? <laughs> no, that was tufted Thais Titmouse, my lovely wife. <laughs> David does not do the rhyming. Not at all. No. I don't alliterate either. That was my son of a bitch husband, Dave. Yeah, I see those narwhals are kicking in yeah. now. Somebody, I won't name names, handed Thais the, the, the 10% beer. Hooray. Yeah. Not going to stop her. Um, first thing I want to get out of the way before we... Uh, Get into all. The, oh, I was going to tell you what's on the show tonight. We got a discussion topic. We're going to talk about the dimmer switch. Hey, and we'll let you know what that means when we get around to it. When the lights go on, when the lights go off, right. and when the lights are sort of on, it's sort of off. Um, we got a Marshall Brain segment for you. Really like the one in the last episode. Looking forward to this one. We got some news, and at the end of the show, we're going to do a special Halloweeny segment called the Monster Mash. Oh, and I almost forgot. We got a media mop up too. Hey. And uh, Jared's going to take the lead on that. Oh, sweet. <laughs> well, we told him to bring Surprise. in a Halloween-y kind of segment, and uh, 
he came in. He's like, well, I've got one. And he had looked up some martial arts monster movie kind of things. And I'm like, well, that's kind of what I was thinking about, too. So let's just throw this in the same pot. Are we doing what I'm thinking? Well, I guess it'll be a surprise for all of us. <laughs> uh, no, just for you. Uh, that's always the way it goes. Oh, well. All right. So first off, let me get a correction out of the way. Oh, and I might throw in a couple of listener emails, too. What the fuck? We're going to hey, just roll with those. Hi, ah, bitches. That's right. Um, <laughs> the correction is thus, though. Uh, last week, we had Stefan on the show, and I had a great conversation with him. But at one point, if you listen to that episode, I go, well, wasn't the training really hardcore and, you know, all this stuff? And he goes, I don't know where you're hearing that. <laughs> you, you, you mentioned the words. You forgot to mention the words, rather. Right. Well, I had the words blurred together in my head. I yeah. was mixing Bujin Khan and Kodokan together. I know the difference, but my old brain does this shit sometimes. <laughs> it says, well, you're going to get half of this fact and then half of this horse shit just meshed together in your head. <laughs> so that's where that came from. It happens, usually to me. So I'm glad to yeah. hear when it happens to you. Yep, yep. Well, you listen back to that. Well, actually, I just put it up yesterday. Uh, <laughs> so Craig probably hasn't heard that one. Yet. It happens to him all the time. Yeah. <laughs> See, there is a wonderful reason why we have Thais on sometimes. Mm -hmm. Just to verify that I'm losing my freaking mind. And the crowd goes wild. That's right. So let me kick this out. Um, as uh, the locals here know, <laughs> next weekend we're having our Halloween pumpkin carving, grab them and stab them, we'll slab them, pumpkin carving party. We do this every year, and anybody that's friends with me on Facebook uh, has seen pictures going up. We've got about 10 pumpkins up there already this year. Um, sorry for uh, the guests in the Champagne Lounge. We only have one miserable one sitting there right now. <laughs> <laughs> we usually do them on the weekend. We hadn't got around to it yet, so that one has actually made it a while. Yeah, I've seen you guys already carve like three or four, like, when I was here, it was a little bit shocking, and then I said, wait a minute, it's the Joneses. No, people were like, it's not even October yet. I'm like, yeah, but the pumpkins are there, and they're calling to me. <laughs> they want a knife in their faces. They're nice and cheap in yeah. September. That's the thing, too. If you <laughs> want to do a lot of, if you do a lot of pumpkins, <laughs> Sounds like me in the red light district. But it really is like the whole month of October, I like to have that hot orange light grinning at me the whole time while I'm hanging out in the champagne lounge or doing whatever. Anybody else have any Halloween traditions they'd like to share with the listeners? I don't know. My kid's still pretty young, so we haven't got to them yet. But uh, dojo-wise, we always have the kids come in on, you know, whatever day is close enough to Halloween, and they do martial arts in their costumes. Oh, sweet. So they <laughs> can dress up tears, like Ninja though? Turtles and <laughs> yep. ninjas. And Princess fairies. Yes. Yeah. I imagine That's there's a, a lot of rips and tears, though, in the, in the stuff, or they're like, oh, I, I know I need to do this stance, but I don't want to rip my pants. <laughs> I just pulled a Davis. And... Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, you'd be surprised how good Frankenstein can do a horse stance. Uh, <laughs> especially because the guy moves slow. So yeah. you know. <laughs> but, but when you're trying to, to fight with him, you got to kick him right in that bolt on the side of his head. <laughs> It's we'll the get, same bolt. It just moves side to side. <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, we'll get around to all that in the Monster Mash. Hey, <laughs> we like it. Yeah, I don't know if I have any traditions. I mean, I, you know, like you have a, Dave uh, have a about to turn five year old, um, and we're we're doing some somewhat of the same thing. We're obviously not doing pumpkin carvings every day of the week or you know every week, but we are. Uh, we're going to be coming to y'all's thing. We're having another. Uh, we're having one of the same the next day for our kid. We'll take her out, you know, kiss my feet and, and all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah. What's she going to dress up as this year? Uh, it looks like your generic, typical princess thing, you know. I don't know. Mine specifically wants Raph 
the Ninja Turtle. Not the other ones, just Raph. Just Raph. <laughs> Not- Don't know why, but... Whatever. How old is he? Uh, almost four. Well, okay. because that one has the coolest weapon, right? And he's got the sigh, so... Yeah. I'm totally <laughs> unaware of this stuff. Do you know, I even the original Teenage Mutant, you know, with little uh, little annoying... The little cartoon Asian ones, guy? Yeah. No, no, no. Oh. Uh, back in the 90s, was it? Um, the movie? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. the first one. I've never... I, I've yet to watch any of the series or any shows or any of them. I still, you know. We're a little too old for it, Craig. <laughs> I don't know, man. You never, you know. It, it, it Because I've got the kid. It's kind of like Power Rangers. They they call themselves ninjas. I've never seen any martial arts in it whatsoever. Right. No. Heroes in a house shell. Turtle power. <laughs> See, Ty's a little younger than us. She knows this stuff. Right. Me, we I, like I would come home after school and high school when my mom wouldn't be home yet, so I'd, I would smoke a joint and like ironically watch Thundercats or something. Oh, hell yeah. But, oh, that was yeah. That's good. Thunder, 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 cats. But, you know, as far as being a kid, we go back to like Star Blazers and that kind oh, of stuff. Oh, yes, indeed. What? Don't get me wrong. I'll watch the Chichara now. <laughs> the Space Battleship Yamato. Yep. Oh, yes, it's indeed. Coolest thing ever, man. Spectrum Man. Battleship in space. Spectrum Man. Ultraman. Hey. Yeah. Was yes, that the same thing and they just called it something different? Where I don't you think lived? it was. Different translation, <laughs> <Yeah>. yep. <laughs> but but uh, good stuff. Yamato, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to have to come up with a, a new tradition starting this year because our our baby is turning one. Almost um, on Halloween. Well, October 24th. So our party, oh, our cool. pumpkin carving party is going to double as his first birthday party. Oh, look. That's so. scary. Oh. No, that's efficient. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we're, we're going to be working on that here in the Jones household. Right on. So it okay. looks like you got that's a trick cool. and a treat. Yeah. So, listeners, if you got any especially martial artsy Halloween traditions, like they do something special at your dojo or your school, your quone, your yeah. whatever. Break this, bitches. Oh, it's a joke. There's yeah. spikes underneath. All right. Send it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well played, sir. Um, yeah, so uh, the last thing I want to get to here in the intro is uh, just uh, I want to talk to Jared for a minute about uh, how it was. Uh, you had never done any Chinese martial arts before at all. No, everything I've done has always been uh, Japanese. So thankfully you couldn't recognize that everything you saw today was <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> all <No>. made up. <laughs> I don't know. He was writing down notes just beforehand. I don't know. <laughs> uh, no, it was... Uh, I loved being able to go, I recognize this, but it's completely different at the same time. Right. You know, it's like I can see exactly what they're doing, but they do it at here instead. You know? Yeah. It's beautiful to hear. And I, uh, like I was noticing, it's like the hand movements didn't look like a problem for you, but the kind of the weird gait that we have when yeah. we do things, it's the... It's <laughs> the kind the of shuffle step. Yeah, we got the Biambu step yeah, yeah, and, yeah. you know... Half step, step through, half right. step, step through. You know, it's a cha cha, baby. Mm, cha cha cha. Well, I've been doing the Aikido long enough that I, I honestly, you know, not to, you know, sound braggadocious or anything, but do it. I, I don't think about the footwork anymore. Right. So right. having to think about footwork is that's it's good to be the beginner again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. always, always. So and uh, you know, you invited me to come down to y'all's big celebration. If you want right. to pimp that, go ahead. Yeah, is why this not? the Powell? Yeah, this is for uh, Doctor Moses Powell, who. Uh, been about seven, eight years now he died. Mm-hmm. Um, he was my instructor's instructor. So oh, we have okay. a memorial seminar for him every beginning of November. And that's kind of our big one where everyone gets together from all over the country. Right. And 
it's kind of like we were talking about what a real seminar is supposed to be. So you work really hard for a couple of days, and then you go drink a whole bunch of beers afterwards. There you go. <laughs> if you wouldn't mind, not not everybody, I'm sure, not all of our listeners would be familiar with Moses Powell, if you wouldn't mind uh, just giving a short. Sure. He was um, uh, one of the, I don't even want to say this, he was one of the first um, big names in in black martial arts, mm-hmm. you know, African-American martial arts. Uh, he was the first person to do a uh, martial arts demonstration for the United Nations, of all things. Oh, So, wow. yeah, and he's... Oh, there's that football guy. <laughs> <laughs> he did it! Straight up, he did it. <laughs> he said exactly what yep. I said he would say. <laughs> Come on, you motherfucker! <laughs> That's awesome. Let me ask you this. Continue your description. Was he a member of, I I remember, uh, oh, now I can't even think of his name, but uh, was he a member of that uh, BKF, uh, the Black Karate Federation? No, well, he might have been before he came into the jiu-jitsu part of it. Okay. You know, he did a whole bunch of things and then ended up with the jiu-jitsu. And his his system, what he called it, was Sanukasru, which means eye to eye. Hmm. Um, if you look him up online, there's a lot of really good pictures of him doing a what's called a one finger break fall, oh, wow. where you jump up in the air and you're on one finger and then you roll out of it. Oh, fun! So there's, that's kind of like the famous uh, pictures of him. Right. We got one up in our dojo. Um, it, I only got the chance to m- meet him a couple of times, and I never got the chance to actually learn directly from him. Mm. But he was a big dude who could move really freaking quick and loved to put a little bit of pain on you, which is cool. always good. Yeah. Awesome. So, yeah, if anybody's in the area, is, yeah, is it open to the public, too? Yeah. Uh, Where can they learn more? <laughs> <laughs> well, in the show notes. <laughs> um, Thanks, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's down in South Florida, but it's open to everyone. Uh, it's at the Hialeah Dojo. It's uh, at temiru.com okay. if you really want to find out about it. Um, anyone who's open. We have people from all sorts of systems, too. There's a local Wing Chun guy who comes over and talks to us, or yeah. comes over to it all the time. Well, you invited me down there, and I'd love to go check it out. I'm on a production right now that's going to run through the, probably the second week in November. Oh, uh, got to so make I, money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because guess what? It's going to dry up here once, <laughs> the, once the holidays hit. Uh, but, yeah, I hope to make that some year. And, and wait, how do you spell that? Hialeah. Which one? <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 where is it? Where a Timmy. A Timmy is a... Uh, a Timmy Ru, you said? Yeah, a is a word Roo. for striking. So oh, it's okay. A-T-E-M-I, and then Ru is W-Y-U. Uh, sorry, R-Y-U. That was going to be like, Oh, it's that Narwhell picking it again. I mean, you said a Timmy Ru, and I'm like, I didn't even hear the A part. I was like, Timmy Ru, that sounds really cute. But I would never have been able to spell that. That's why but we yeah, get show notes. That, um, to be honest, that's something I've been wanting to check out uh, that I've missed out on. You guys refer to every now and then, you know, okay. in the earlier episodes are, is the uh, TimmyCast. Um, that's some, the YouTube channel. I want to check that out at some point. Yeah, that's, you know, uh, that's Rick who takes a lot of time and effort to put words to or pictures to our words. Very cool. Anytime cool. we talk about the movies, he puts the trailers up and whatnot. Nice. Cool. So uh, uh, it seemed like you enjoyed the class. Were you cool with the amount of hands-on versus form? And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I you know I'm coming from Aikido, so we don't have forms per se. We have a couple of weapons forms, but uh, yeah, it's all hands-on for us. So I was fine with that. I can't picture Aikido (laughs) having a form. That would just be weird. That would be like you're doing the (laughs) cha-cha. I mean. It, yeah, the whole idea is you're supposed to be able to work with the person's energy right. that's coming into it. So <laughs> You can't really do well, it solo. Yeah. And i got to say, the way we do forms typically is more like drills. Right. You know, they're three, four movement segments, 
that we repeat up and down the field to sort of get the feel of before we walk over and do the empty hand. Right. You know, hand yeah, I imagine hand. now, though, if you if you were, let's say, you were working on a certain throw with your partner, right? Mm-hmm. Tice um, is doing open behind your back there. <laughs> <laughs> you might want to watch out. Right. But, um, you know, it, it, let's say you're doing a throw and you need to do kind of an, an underhook thing or whatever it might be with your hands and you've been tr- having trouble doing it or you know you need to get better, faster, lighter, whatever it might be. I imagine you could still, quote unquote, turn it into a form by just when you don't have your partner doing that physical movement right. yeah, over and over. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you find yourself doing that a lot in the lines for the bank or whatever. Yeah. Sit, you know, there and just like the annoying guys doing the golf swings. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Except I'm killing people in my head. So, right. you know, same thing. Yeah, that's not <laughs> annoying at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, it was a pleasure to have you there. And uh, I got shuffled off with other people most of the time. I was with Harold. How about you? We got big boys in class, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> this we is have... Big Al's class, by the way, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we got a. Uh, for whatever reason, just our classes, we have, um, uh, maybe it's South Florida, we have a lot of bodyguards down there that, uh, or, you know, strip club bodyguard type things. <laughs> right. Hey, so, they're bodyguards too. They are. <laughs> I'd guard that body. They guard some great bodies. So there's a lot of big people to, you know, play with, and they get to actually practice a lot of stuff. So we get a lot of feedback, direct feedback. It's like, oh, I did this, and it worked. It was awesome. All right. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Cool. Well, uh, I guess we better get on with the rest of the damn show. But it, just a quick aside, Olin is watching Ninjago <laughs> the Rise Lego of the one. Spinjitzu with Lego characters. Wouldn't uh, you be? Pretty lame. Cool. <laughs> Sensei <laughs> Woo. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right. right. All right. Well, in between, you know, the plane going over, <laughs> the, the squirrel fan. screaming, and the rabid, <laughs> insanely angry football fan. This is getting nice kind of spooky up in here. <laughs> I know. I'm rather scared. <laughs> you don't even need ads out of Halloween ready yet? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Hiya. We will see you after the break. Later, Scotto. And myself. Some horror stuff there for you. Is that what that was? <laughs> yeah. I was wondering, why is your wife choking you out? You did let go of the hand, I noticed. <laughs> you got some ninja surprises happening. Oh, man. You spotted the hand before I could throw it I at did. you. <laughs> I did. I you did. I did. do that for Halloween here. It's like, okay, grab the wrist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, also, I'm also wondering about the book over there. My eyes is awake, bravo. Okay. <laughs> I do have a box of spiders.
this is me running. <laughs> <laughs> That's my own foley there, not the soundboard. Yeah, you know, Craig. Yes, should, by the way, obviously we're back. Are we now? Yep. Uh, Actually, we're still in the Champagne Lounge, brother. Yeah, well, no, we're doing the whole damn thing from out here tonight, so it could get like loopy that. on us. Sham and pain. Yeah. You, know? <laughs> you got your scams? Bringing the champagne. <laughs> yeah. Everybody. Uh, okay. Yeah. Sham wow, champagne, baby. <laughs> Just remember, Craig, and I, I talked to Jared about this earlier. Oh, if you act you up, you yes. know you're going in the spider closet. Well, you know. <laughs> you know I'm dragging your ass in there. <laughs> that thing is full of spiders. Oh. I'm dragging your ass in yeah, See, the they're jo- not going to hear you on this. The microphone. cave crickets, yeah. They're going to hear you on that one if you want in. All right, so let's go ahead and fire into the discussion topic. Fire away, shall we? Um, I'm calling this the dimmer switch. All right, and turn it a, on, baby. There's a couple of angles I want to look at this from, but um, the first is uh, let's talk for a minute about how people can adjust what they train and how they train it. Use the dimmer switch, so to speak to optimize safety but achieve the results they want you mean for so, them or the other person or well both, both okay. yeah <laughs> bringing as much reality and pain into the thing without hurting the people you're actually practicing with uh yeah if that's how far you want to go with it but what if your main self-defense is really just staying healthy that is self-defense, defending myself against the p- external pathogens. Exactly. So you really, well, also against pointless injuries, yep. overtraining or stumbling over that uh, thing. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I don't know. Let's, let's start out by def- defining what everybody could agree would be turning your dimmer switch too low, like turning it all the way off, <laughs> making what you're doing not a martial art anymore. The Internet. Armchair Warriors. <laughs> yeah, well, that's definitely that. Comment boards. They yes. haven't even reached for the switch yet. <laughs> well, well, I was going to say, you got the old people in the park doing Tai Chi type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some Aikido, just to bring it back to my part of it, that is so flowery. It's not a martial art. It's 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 dancing dancing in a skirt. <laughs> so Yeah, and that's, you know, we've all seen the, and we'll go ahead and pick on Tai Chi this time because we pick on somebody Every time. Eventually, every I'd say time. Let's, let's pick a smattering of uh, styles because, to me, again, you know, obviously the truth is that it doesn't matter about the style. It matters on the practitioner, teacher, environment, yada, yada, yada. Right. But Tai Chi will get the brunt of the thing because people think of it as Tai Chi, you know, which technically is fucked up young style Tai Chi that people are associating <laughs> it with. But it's right. all Tai Chi, you know, that slow-moving old people. But I've also watched people who are Tai Chi grandmasters, you know, stand there. And they're paper thin. Like, literally, you could poke a hole through them with your finger, mm-hmm. you know? And they'll stand there with a straight face and tell you how Taiji is the ult- grand ultimate system and designed to beat all the other systems during yeah. a seminar. And that makes me just want to get up and go over and take my finger and poke a hole in the bastard for yeah, a second. Yeah, but <laughs> usually, even though you say it's the grandmaster, that's one of those self-titled, yada, yada, yada. It's not yeah. literally the inheritor of the system. An inheritor of the system knows better than that shit. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, see, in our system, we're allowed to call bullshit. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Anytime you see a technique and you're like, I don't think that works, you raise your hand and go, I call bullshit. Right. You go, okay, well, let's bring up here and we'll show you the system or the, the I want to say this, the predicament that this will work in. And if you can get out of it, then it's your own thing. Right. So. So, yeah, I mean, look, being able to call bullshit and not have to worry about saving face is great for keeping martial arts realistic Mm -hmm. or keeping that dimmer switch over on toward the realism side. 
Now, we mentioned the oldsters in the park doing Tai Chi. Maybe that's as high as they want to turn their Yeah, sure. that's not necessarily a, a bad thing. They can't break fall anymore. They just fall <laughs> and break, you know. So Tai Chi actually, without any martial content whatsoever, teaches them to lower their gravity and to step carefully and do things Breathe that will with protect them from injuries Keeping that are often moving. fatal at that age. Yeah, keep And because them. one of the good training uh, things that we can all agree on, sometimes you have to move slower so that you can see all the micro movements, the, the muscles or whatever that need to be involved. And, you know, being aware of that, um, of your own body and spatial awareness, is definitely not a bad thing. If these cats, you know, you know, my granny at 86 coming out and saying, I'm going to whoop you away, you know, <laughs> that's not what they're doing. You know, they don't no. claim to be. So, And most of the people that teach that aren't claiming to teach them, you know, hardcore street self-defense either. Exactly. I think we all can agree on that. The, the issue probably that we have, you know, kind of get flared up on that low end of the dimmer switch is when it's the folks that do say we're teaching the deadlies right yeah <laughs> yeah so frankly if they can avoid saying that angus get out of that leaf pile <laughs> there's a squirrel over there oh it's a squirrel bastards i hate those i'm getting me a slingshot by god um so yeah. let's let's that'll work yeah it'll work eventually no, keep it in your pants bro Jesus. i'll put my eye out kid <laughs> that's christmas not halloween yeah. <laughs> Am I overusing the soundboard now that it doesn't go to sleep? Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet, baby. You're just getting me revved up, brother. So let's look at the other side where I think the dimmer switch gets cranked up too high for any civilian, you know, reasonable thing. Like, um, one thing I saw recently, and I should have looked this up. I'll try to get Ryan to show note this for us, uh, is... Uh, I saw a story not too long ago about how a surprisingly large number of kids are, like, seriously injured or killed every year doing uh, judo in public school. Mm. Judo. In the hundreds. The soft art, the gentle art. Judo. From what I understand, it can be part of the curriculum in Japan, too. I mean, I'd love to teach, you know, martial arts in my high school. Yeah, but you'd have to be awfully damn careful. That's the yeah. thing. And I think in Japan, a different culture, they're, they just, <laughs> they just go hardcore on those kids. And, you know, and uh, they're falling on their heads and breaking their necks and shit like this is happening. And to me, that's you got to reach for that dimmer switch there, <laughs> fellas, and pull that down a little. You're working with, you know, primary school kids here. Are yeah. you saying they or shouldn't have any martial intent or reality to it? Well, no, you can do but that, I, but you can do it safely at the same time. Yeah. So that's why it's called dimmer switching on on off button. Right? Exactly, exactly. We've got friends like uh, no, we don't. Let's with, be real here. Yeah. <laughs> like Mickey, who they I was hoping would here. come out to class today, but didn't. Mm. But you know, Mickey's big thing is I don't really have a dimmer switch. I've got a light switch. <laughs> so, and he does have a dimmer switch in class. It's just, of course. You really got to push him to get him to pop. But once he pops, oh, you wish you hadn't. Yeah. But we'll talk about that kind of dimmer switch here in a minute. So we've yeah, because I like it when you make me pop. I mean, <laughs> I make you lock too. <laughs> yeah, give them some moves, Craig. <laughs> we got a video podcast. Some of these. <laughs> you know what you should do is just put up a camera and not tell him it's there one time. Yeah, I, that would be perfect. I don't think a camera would stop him one bit, even if he knew it was there. Yeah, well. We'd probably dr- push him over the edge. <laughs> I'd look up at it and say, hi, yeah, bitches. So, uh, anybody else got anything to throw in on that side of the dimmer switch that you think maybe they should reach for it and pull it back? Well, that can be part of the instructor, too. Um, there's instructors that, 
want to toughen up their students by pushing them too hard, you know, and specifically injuring them and saying, now work through it. And it's not direct injury, like punch them in the face or something, but, you know, it's pushing them to the point of injury and then saying, okay, now you've got pain, now work through it. Yeah, it's, it's basically bullying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've seen that a surprising amount. In, yeah. In yeah, no classes, joke. You know, and uh, it's, it's kind of shameful when you see it from the outside. <laughs> You're just like, why are you taking that older guy and being that rough on him? Or why are you taking that kid and being that rough on him and yeah. scaring the shit out of him? But – well, that's a good point, too, that it's, it can be age-specific, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, younger people like throwing it around a little bit harder than us old folks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you know, that's that's the key is, uh, you know, like when you're teaching the young ones, a lot of times uh, you're teaching applications of your art and whatnot. And you say, you know, do this and do that. And oftentimes they'll just try to go as fast as possible yep. and get to the end result and they look retarded and it doesn't work. And you're like, slow down, follow the proper form and structure and, you know, all this kind of stuff. So, and you know, in Western martial arts uh, or martial arts in the West, at least, unfortunately, people are brought to teacher status way too early, in my opinion. And so I think <laughs> you they haven't even outgrown that aspect um, and I see this even, you know, I'd say it, Chinese martial arts, um, you know, I've had visitors to my class who are well-respected people and they come out to, to share their knowledge. Um, and they say, Hey, do you mind if I step in? I say, no, not all. And then what I see is, you know, I'm a little bit ashamed sometimes cause you know, Hey, throw a punch and they do, and, and they do something hard and fast and kind of hit, hit my student hard or whatever. And they, ha <laughs> you know, pat him on the back and it's like, yeah. And so it's like that. You know, several times. So what what did they learn from that? They you just you, hurt them, and you just stroked yeah. your ego, and and you did it so fast it. they couldn't learn anything from it. That's when exactly. you back up to behind your next student that they're going to approach and say, <laughs> when he says throw a punch, knock kick the him fucker in the out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> See what he does then. Exactly. Or just tell him to go for it back. But mm-hmm. hope. But then again, you're looking at blood in the parking lot potentially. So right. we don't want that shit. No, that's why they have a dimmer switch exactly so you know it's good to be in the middle too like um part of it is uh, sublimating your ego talking to your partners and seeing feeling out knowing the people and knowing how far they want to go um but getting as much of what you need out of it like i love working out with harold who is this giant tall dude that was in class today because you know if if you don't move him, you don't move him, you know. And he can, you, you have to do your shit pretty carefully to get inside his arms or whatever you got to do. And you know, again, but he's not that giant. He's just really tall. He's pretty thin. <laughs> oh well, he's what six seven? Yeah, I was gonna say it's at least six five. But so. he's not heavy at all. Well, he's two hundred and forty pounds. Right, but not for his height. No, he's, he's not a big like fat guy like Big Al. Right, right. He's not. <laughs> Oops, <thick>. sorry. <laughs> he's not thick, is all I'm saying. So right, don't no. overblow it. Like he's really tall, but he's thin and very fit. Yeah, well, no, he's not spindly either. At the same time, he's a truth sayer. You know, you have to do the technique right, or it's not going to work. So exactly, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and Halloween play. Sweet and quiet, and like the nicest guy. Yeah. But I, I love training with him, but I have to be, on some level, I have to be careful with him because he's very tall. And, like, today we were doing some things where I would kind of just bounce into him and set up some little trips and throws. But I would go limp as soon as I felt it set up and let him off the hook because mm-hmm. 
if I caught him, especially when we were practicing and he wasn't fully defending himself, you the know, bigger they are, the harder, you know, what I mean? you could kill a guy knocking him down unsuspectedly and hard on a basketball court. He busts his head, especially when they're that tall, exactly. you know, and momentum, speed, mass. All I guys. don't know how good his break falls are because we just don't do much <laughs> of it in those classes, you know, much. Yeah, it's hard yeah. to do on concrete. <laughs> no, occasionally we go on the grass in my class anyway and actually do the throws and some break falls, but uh, oh, cool. it's. Not, you know, it's not nearly as much as like in Tridow or whatever. Right. You know, on that same note, I had um, someone I was working with, is called Big Bill, because dude's about 6'4", and he is a big, thick guy. Right. And we were just doing a, a sparring drill where it was just supposed to be slapping. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, psychologically, my hand would not form a, fit, uh, a slap. I punched him every single time. And I'm lucky that he's such a big guy because he could take it and smile at the same time. That's the other aspect right. is the I reverse couldn't. psychology. Um, sometimes, I, and I've seen this, you know, I used to have a, a really big, strong-looking guy in my class. And when it comes time to either, you know, uh, kind of just doing slow apps or even speeding up a little notch, bring up the, the, the intensity a bit, the guys that are smaller would tend to punch at him harder with more right. power, quicker and stuff, just because they've got that, oh, I have to, I can't right. punch him light, you know. Um, and poor guy's getting beat up. It's like he's still a <laughs> human, you know. He's, yeah, he's we're not, all fragile yeah. if we're not resisting hard, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> and you really have to keep that in mind when you got your finger on your dimmer switch as you're training with someone. If they're letting you have something to learn it, you better ease it on. Yeah. I've had, I can't tell you how many times I've had a popped elbow or whatever because you're letting a student try it and they don't get it and they don't get it and they get frustrated and you're still relaxed and they go, you know, and yeah. do something really violent. White belts Hinch. and brown belts. Yeah. Those are the most dangerous people in the world. Well, like from the other side of the perspective, when I was first training Bagua, I was like 100 pounds soaking wet and I'm five, th- I was, you know, five three <laughs> or whatever. Right. Let's, let's, let's go with 5'4". I'm 5'4". 5'5". Um, five, five. But in any case, like... I'll uh, give her 5'6". I, I, I was trying to Damn learn. It. And so some of the guys... I was always training with guys, almost always. Um, they were so, I don't know, kind to me that they would, they would, they would just bend over and then they would buckle or whatever like with just the slightest touch and so I was having a hard time I'm like you've got to give me some resistance I know that you would beat me in this I get it but you've got to give me some resistance like I uh, I I can't learn you can't if, learn right yeah uh, otherwise and they were all bigger than me they were all <laughs> way stronger than me and I always had to try to do it perfectly but even if I messed up they would just be like so compliant and so <laughs> you know because I was like one of the very few women in the class and I was really small at the time I'm much bigger now <laughs> whoa <laughs> she's like six foot tall now people it's yeah, amazing yeah you have no she idea called a growth spurt at about 30 and just pow <laughs> you never know what, what can happen so in any case um uh, you've you've got to pick those partners correctly, and then also you have to train your partner sometimes because I'm like, yeah, I know I'm small, I'm a girl, whatever. Like I need but I'm to here learn. to learn, and you need to crank it up a notch. And that's when you yeah. need to have your finger on your dimmer switch and listen to your partners too, because you're robbing them if you're not giving them enough. And for example, Dave was my one of my training partners before he was we going were, easy on you. Uh, well, he did. I at, used in, to. In the <laughs> then he started throwing me around. I was like, "This is not cool." Either. He had to, like he'd literally throw me and then like hang on to my arm so that I wouldn't like tumble and go like for twenty feet. And uh, I'm like, "Well, 
that's not what I'm talking about either. That's the other side of the difference. Rain it in. She's like, kick it up a notch, and I'm like, okay. (laughs) Boom. To 100. (laughs) This goes to 11. Yeah. Boom (laughs) goes the dynamite, bitch. Come on. (laughs) Boom goes the dynamite. (laughs) Nicely done. So you've got to think about it sometimes from the perspective of of the smaller learner. Like, sometimes they might want to, um, you know, they want they don't want the sauce to be completely turned off. Yeah. True. Well, there's well, there's another thing. Can you uh, go help him? <laughs> there's another thing. Um, you know, it, as a teacher and whatnot, that with that you have to kind of teach and and tell your students this as well. Because um, what one thing I've noticed is, you know, as an experienced student, you start to learn to feel these things. You feel the dimmer switch, um, and when you you know you're working with the same person for a while, you know how much to to put on. You know how much you can't. When you switch partners and it's the new guy in class, usually, oh, no, because they'll throw it up. And if, if you feel inclined to keep moving the drill, you know, not, instead of stopping hay and, and educating, somebody adds a little heat, and the next person is going to respond with more heat and right. back and forth, and you, you got emotions. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, you know, there's that. Sometimes you can't just dim. you got to turn that thing all the way off, stop the game, and say, look. That, education time about the dimmer switch yeah and that's when your instructor needs to be the dimmer switch they need to see that shit starting right. and step in before it goes too far um and you know uh <laughs> like big owls complained about my dimmer switch he did that today because like i'll do something <laughs> be like oh, i'll put some oomph into it and pow and he's got a broken rib you know <laughs> damn <clears throat> yeah yeah we had uh we had Boy. someone who did that they didn't believe a li- wrist lock worked, and then they stood up and broke their own wrist into it. So nice. <laughs> it's like, oh well, that one's their own fault. So yeah, that person needs a brain transplant, uh, <laughs> not a dimmer switch. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I wasn't talking about one of your co-hosts. No, no, no. Oh god. <laughs> oh no. You know we gotta fuck with those guys a little. Um, yeah. So I and I think we'll use this as a segue to the next part of this topic I wanted to get on, but. Um, Fear can be a real messer with your dimmer switch. Yes, it can. And, you know, you really want to avoid that fear creeping in in class. You don't want to scare somebody and back them into a corner when you're training. Unless it's clearly stated that that's what we're going to do in here, the clearly defined parameters of this drill. Okay, it's going to be a mob attack, and we're all going to rush you with kicking <laughs> shields. So go crazy, but only on the kicking shields. You yeah, know? some we're schools try do to that. Scare yeah. You. yeah, some schools actually have very reality-based training. Um, oh, I wish I could remember the guy, but but the guy who's uh, was trained under Ed Parker and a uh, uh, big old black dude. Um, oh, I was going to say Jeff Speakman, but no, <laughs> not him. Um, doctor something or another but he he uh does that a lot in in some of the schools is to make bring in and there's actually the atlanta martial arts center here in town they bring in um these guys who specialize in protective services specifically dealing with automobiles and Mm -hmm. the getting in and getting out of an automobile and that kind of stuff and so they train these not quote-unquote horrible self-defense techniques but actually their martial style just adapting into real world scenarios the cool thing with that is that yeah it does bring in that element of fear because sometimes you need that to bring your martial art to the next level because you're yeah in class you know you're you're fine you know you're not going to be really really hurt and so you're not giving it everything but at the same time fear yeah. can cloud judgment as well it's a good thing but could be a bad thing yeah and it can be trained but it usually shouldn't be trained directly in conjunction with your technique mm. like i was marginally involved in a project i don't know 10 or 15 years ago uh 
that some people I won't name were involved in, but it was basically an executive protection thing where you took... I'm familiar with this. Yeah. <laughs> it was called Code Red. You remember that? I do. And uh, what they would do, and I helped out with one of these you know, uh, sessions, what they would do is get these people who were wealthy and traveled and stuff like that and try to train them with some escape strategies, some alertness things, but they also would try to scare the pants off of them. So, like, I got to be the heavy a couple of times, like, you know, chasing these women through a strip mall <laughs> and trying to make them feel really threatened. And there were people planted to, like, you know, teaching them to scream, teaching them to go for help, you know. Um, who was somebody said, I, I tell people to scream, I've got a bomb. <laughs> you yep. know, yep. if you just I run by that. yelling help, they might be like, I ain't get involved. That was He's mad got genius. a bomb, you know. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that kind of thing. And uh, one of the things they did was they took these women in a room and pretended, and do, there were some dudes too, and pretended they had kidnapped them. They'd tie them up and blindfold them and put them in a room. Wow. And some of them couldn't take it. I'm like, and that's a little dodgy as far as I was concerned. I'm like, oh, you guys can carry on with this project. It's, <laughs> it's one thing to chase women around strip malls, but I don't want to actually you tie them up weekends. and put them in a closet, you know? <laughs> See how far you can take it. Well, yeah. no, that's yeah. why the dimmer switch. Yeah. That's, that's fucking creepy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do, do, do the dimmer I mean, switch. I didn't even know about the chasing them around a strip mall until just now. <laughs> that's, that's pretty fucking creepy too, Dave. I know, but it is the Halloween episode. Yeah, but you didn't see the Whoa. grin as he was doing it. And I kind of enjoy it, but they never let me catch one, so. But they also never got out. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, who the fuck did I marry, right? <laughs> it's all right. It was only me in the shadows. <laughs> <laughs> but You, know, you asked to be on. I know. <laughs> on that same note, though, um, adrenaline will screw with your mind and screw with your training, too. So this takes it over into how do you take your dimmer switch from class and apply it to the real world. Right. Because you still need your dimmer switch out there. We had kind of a funny incident today. This is on the way low spectrum end of the dimmer switch. But uh, we stopped at our local uh, package <laughs> store here <coughs> to stock up the champagne lounge for the show. And uh, I was, uh, well, I walked up to the counter. I had my beer in hand. I know the owner quite well. He, he's talking to a woman that just finished her purchase. <laughs> An overweight, extremely drunk lady leaning up against the counter is just babbling at him so i put my thing down and i said you know one pack of the smokes too while she was talking and she looked really? at me just broke stride while she was talking she looked at me and said shut the fuck up and started talking <laughs> again <laughs> and i'm like did you just tell me to shut the fuck up <laughs> Who the fuck are you? And Jared can tell you this yeah, sort of escalated. I She's love like, it. I love it. <laughs> Every once in a while, my husband needs to hear that from someone other than me. Sorry. No peeking. <laughs> no yelling at the microphone. I'm sorry. Um, um, yeah. And so, <laughs> so I'm like, at that point, my dimmer switch engaged. Because, you know, had this been some bro dude standing there giving me that business, my, I might have been bro tempted dude? to <laughs> dude bro. All right, bro. <laughs> Don't tase me, man. <laughs> I might have been tempted to escalate that a little bit and be like, no, you shut the fuck up. Yeah, I'll go outside with you, which I shouldn't do. And I'm getting old enough that I wouldn't. But in my younger days, certainly my dimmer switch would have been going. Er, 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 so instead you what? Just hip checker? I said. For the four. <laughs> yeah, I grabbed the bottle she just bought and broke it over her fucking head. Now, I, I just said, uh, no, thanks, lady. I don't want none of that. <laughs> just kept cursing at you too yeah she kept cussing Holy. me and then touching my arm like oh you see that <laughs> yeah it's a gross as, as she was cursing at you too yeah, yeah. <laughs> no no you fuck face douchebag dangleberry 
Really, I'm not. <laughs> stroke, I'm serious, stroke, asshole. Stroke. You better shut the fuck up. You want to go in the parking lot with me? So she no, knew about no, the dimmer no. switch. She just couldn't find where she wanted to stop that. <laughs> well, she was trash. She went out and turned the alarm on on her car, like burr, burr, when she tried to get in, and she went back to unlock the trunk. I guess that turned it off or something. And she's stabbing the key all around and missing like the truck keyhole by a foot each time. I'm like. And this Jared, is, this get, is one o'clock on that a lady Sunday. A beer. One o'clock on a Sunday. Uh. I'm like, Jared, get in the fucking car. Let's get out of this parking lot before she gets her key in the ignition. Because <laughs> this is going to get ugly. Uh, good stuff. So, yeah, it's like my dimmer switch just automatically kicked in. It's like, just, we got to walk away from this laughing. There's no reason to do nothing. And frankly, you know, if you overreact to some big dude mouth and you, you cold cock him and he falls and kills himself because he hits his head on the curb, Bingo. you have just overreacted. Yeah, I you know I have a a favorite slash unfavorite story um, that I have you know in my uh, senior year in high school you know um, too young to drink but doing so on spring break right down to Panama City Florida and uh, just ruining the place and uh, I remember you know bonfire parties on the beach and all that good stuff ended up with a young lady in in the shadows and whatnot you know, uh, you Ooh, know it's getting spooky it is it is <laughs> and I'm in the middle of you know yeah. uh, doing my Shakespearean love thrust and whatnot and, <laughs> and all of a sudden there is there is a large amount of heavy pain across my back and uh i'm like what the hell and i turn around and there's like five you know bare-breasted angry um dudes there and it's like bare-breasted dudes i where that was going yeah that would have been nice i was thinking i could have taken a left turn there bikers and Decided your Shakespearean love thrust was a bit too much. <laughs> so anyway, I was like, what the fuck? And and dude's, you know, uh, what are you doing with my girlfriend? Starts to throw a punch, and I quickly react using the one move I had been practicing on in school for, you know, or not school, but goon, whatever you want to call right. it, martial arts, right. over and over and over. The typical, uh, you know, eagle claw, grab the arm, block encounter grab the arm come down and do a break in a nice slow horse dance and um i shouldn't have i really shouldn't because that it worked too perfectly right then <laughs> and literally the dude's bone came crunching spurting mm. right out he's screaming in ridiculous pain the fellows around him eyes get big and they go running down the thing and i'm just standing there freaking out just kind of in shock and of course later i tear off but um <laughs> but yeah and and it, it screwed me up oh, thank you thank you so is yeah the kung fu actually working but you know it, for the next 12 months or so in sparring and applications or, or, or a year exactly <laughs> i had no control of the dimmer switch it was always in the off position because i was mm. so fucked up for having hurt this guy yeah mm. that, that's, that's uh, pretty fucking gnarly yeah. yeah well no it's a good lesson to learn i'm also glad to learn that craig uh, raised his dimmer switch you know talked about its age like an infant <laughs> it's in months <laughs> at least 12 months <laughs> right right <laughs> <laughs> no but uh, you also have to be careful like i've because of the way you react to things in class i've also been in some situations that could have gotten really hairy that i had my dimmer switch just set way too damn low you know right right it's like people are genuinely threatening me and i'm just like yeah, okay 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 and it, you should have popped kinda, them one kind of worked out for me but you know i was running a risk there you mm -hmm. know i i probably 
might have wanted to intervene a little sooner than I did. Right. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking back to the guys I was coming out of the record store when I lived in D.C., and I scuffed his kicks accidentally because, you know, I'd just been <laughs> walking around high in the record store <laughs> picking out albums. And I, you know, I had a head full of daydreams when I walked out of there. And he turned around and did the whoop, 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 you know, thing on me. And I'm like, wait, what was the whoop, whoop, whoop? He, he bowed up. He bowed oh. up, Craig. He got Larry all froggy. got bowed up. He got all froggy like he's going to leap. Yeah. And he's facing me down. I'm standing there with my, you know, bag of CDs in my hand. And he's like posture pop. And he rears back. No, he turned his shoulder is right. what he did. And you know the cold cock is coming when they sort of half step away from you. Right. And he, as he turned back to do it, I just dropped my bag and I poked him in the nose. <laughs> <laughs> and he stopped mid-swing. That so Karate Kid, bro. And was like, I, and was like you don't do it again, motherfucker. And he walked on <laughs> in the store. But I'm like, you know, I could have got my shit knocked out there. What was that response? <laughs> Boop. <laughs> you booped him. I, I did. I booped the motherfucker. I Hell think my yeah. dimmer switch was a little too low there. My but I like it. My confidence level might have been a tad too high. Wait, right. Okay, so remember remember when um, back in the day when you and I used to spar, Dave? Vaguely. <laughs> Last week? Uh, no, because we had, we had to quit. <laughs> because my dimmer switch would go to 11. Yeah, she'd get all fucking angry But with Dave me. is so much better at me than at the martial arts. So I'd be like trying to slap him and like punch the motherfucker. Because like, oh, he would sometimes like, he'd be like, oh, I beat you, 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 I beat you. <laughs> Doing <laughs> his dance and, and whatnot. Like, oh, you can't get me, can't get me, can't get me, can't get me. And I'm like, oh my. Uh. And then all of a sudden I'd just haul off and like do something dirty, you know? Well, she would get to the she point cheats. where I would have to escalate to stop her because she's coming for my ass. Right. Yes, and I, I didn't want to do that. I was going for blood. Like a good wife should. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she's going to break my shit up. Because, because like, he was so good. But we, we only ever did this when we were drunk. It was always very fun. That and excuses it. <laughs> right? Doesn't yeah, it? and it was always in good fun, too. We never got mad for long. Oh, no. Then, then you know, the music was always on, and then we would we would... Dance. It's always for the makeup part after we anyway. swap a little on. paint, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, but, uh, that was just to get us all riled but, up for some porch loving. But, but yeah. Luckily for him, his dimmer switch would be on low, and my, when mine went, went high, I'm like, oh, I can't get this motherfucker. I can't get him. So I'd go crazy. And he'd have to like be like, "Whoa, we've got to, we've got to break this down, Tiny." Let's, let's like, let's, let's slow down. I'd jump let's, off the porch, let's, let's run away. Let's dance now, and you're like, <laughs> yeah. we would start dancing or something. Yeah. Like. Let's do some but nice yeah, dancing. Yeah, I, 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 that was back in the day when I. I let's not do the violent dancing, honey. Let's do the dirty dancing. <laughs> that's what would happen. All right, it's getting uncomfortable <laughs> up in the champagne lounge here. Now that's scary. Yeah. <laughs> All right, hands out of the pants, please. <laughs> so, does anybody have any? Uh, general advice for uh you know how to how to set your dimmer switch and how to you know adjust it uh for the situation well in aikido because we do the joint locks mm -hmm. um most of the joint locks can be a throw they can be a lock or they can be a break right so they kind of come built in with your your optional um uh dimmer switch built in you know it depends on how drunk that uncle is you know and or who it is that's actually attacking you <laughs> So, okay. it's getting creepier by the minute, folks. <laughs> I completely agree. That's um, one of the things in Chinese arts we have called Chen Na, mm -hmm. and that's one of my most favorite things about Chen Na. A lot of people will, you know, who are anti-advocates of it, will say, oh, you can't pull off Chen Na and, and, and fighting and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, have you ever seen the UFC and MMA? That's just full body Chen Na, bitch. <laughs> anyway, but, but, yeah, that's a wonderful thing. It's just like, well, how far do you push it? 
literally right. physically how far do you push down on that joint or you know the lever and so on and so forth and that's the wonderful thing if your guy taking some uh, drunk asshole out of the club just enough to manipulate his body you know or keep him under control till the cops come whatever it might be um if it's your raven wide you know uh, raven mad wife you know drunk <laughs> crazy yeah, crazy but, <laughs> no but 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 you know everything's good. It's just a bad night out. You obviously don't want to hurt her, right? You know. But then again, it could be somebody in the middle, you know, of something, and it's like this guy will not stop. Then then you okay. got to break something. Yeah, I don't yeah, want some him to use that limb at me anymore. Some people do not really respond to the pain of joint locks. No. Right. They'll yeah, there's a couple that don't work it on me. It. And, you know, but if you take it far enough to actually break it, they'll respond to that. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Well, you don't even need them to respond. You just need them not to be able to use that limb anymore. Do not respond. Yeah, <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, yeah, and, the, you know, you can also look at it from this side. Um, in sporting, I know that sometimes people take advantage in competition of other people's dimmer switches. Mm. Like the Brazilian of tap. Of course, yeah. You know, you find some place where the ref can't see your hand. You're about to get, you're about to lose the match. You tap the guy, and he's conditioned. His dimmer switch automatically slides down and goes okay, and he lets go, and you, you Stand roll back right up into and it beat like the you, shit out of him, or just act like you <laughs> countered whatever he was doing because the ref can't really see. Yeah, and you choke his ass out. I've, you know what, I I'm not even familiar exactly um, with what that means. The Brazilian thing. I get what you're saying. <laughs> it's a wax. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's very sexy. So your privates look uh, fresh. But I have heard somebody uh, mention that as well, where they actually train as part of their technique, as in in fighting. The, you're doing a technique, whatever might even be uh, striking, but especially on a grappler to actually give them a tap on their leg. Right, while you're in the midst of doing it because yeah. you'll see the muscles go relax or limp for just even a half second that's all you need mm-hmm. to, to take it a step farther one of the people from our school um they got in a bad situation and were attacked by a knife they were able to get the knife away and i then, thought we weren't going s- superstitious spiritual here how does the <laughs> knife attack you <laughs> <laughs> Insert theremin sound, you know, things floating around. Yeah, yeah. Okay, a person with a knife was attacking them. <laughs> um, They're able to get the knife away, and they actually, out of conditioned response, gave the knife back to the attacker. Oh, are you kidding? The person was so freaked out, they turned and walked away because they didn't know what to do. <laughs> That is pretty badass. Are you going to stab me? Oh, 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 I got your knife. Here, you want it back? (laughs) That's not a knife. This is a knife. Give you one bigger, you know. Right. This is a knife. So I think that's what happened is they were just so freaked out they didn't know what to do, so they just left. Yeah. That sounds like my boop story kind of. Exactly. I swing a haymaker and you go boop. Or, you know, some of that that actually reminds me of the old, uh, like, Jackie Chan movies. There have been that kind of comedy, that Charlie Chaplin aspect. Yeah, the sword goes back and forth. Yeah, you take it, keep giving it to him. It's like, it's okay, I can take this away from you, but I can give it back because you can't do shit with it, you dumbass. <laughs> I remember the meat cleaver and the watermelon scene and Drunken Master, I think, where he's young and getting in the street fight. and He finally gets that guy down on the table, and he ta- he's taking the meat cleaver away from him for the last time, and he's going, chop, 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 on him, and he's using the blunt side. Oh, right, the guy's yeah, all yeah. screaming and freaking out. <laughs> I remember that, yeah. All right, well. What have we not covered about Dimmer Switch? Uh, This is the way I always finish a discussion topic. I slam uh, everybody into the wall. (laughs) Sugar bear. (laughs) 
sucker bitches. <laughs> okay. We're in the know. dungeon now. It's creepy <laughs> as shit up in this place. Oh, I, maybe maybe one more thing. Sure. Throw it out there. Talk um, to the mic. Uh, yeah, the, dim, the dimmer switch being like, uh, if it really is in self-defense, uh, the, just the running part. Like, that mm. that's my whole my whole goal is always to get away from anything that's a, a dangerous situation. And so... I don't ever want to freeze, so that's my 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 biggest fear of getting like the dimmer switch turned too low. Like, I mean, I can't beat anybody. I'm, my martial arts aren't that good. I'm not that strong. I'm now my 135 pounds, which is I guess still low, but like it's big for me. Whatever. In any case, two kids will do that to you. <laughs> well, and. Eating and drinking a lot, it's so delicious. <laughs> At the but same point, if you get if you get really angry or or into it, yeah, especially angry, and you go to swinging, go to swinging. Oh, you you're don't scary realize as hell it. when you're mad, Ty. Yeah, That's why I would have to stop those things. It's like holy shit, I'm go- I'm about to get hurt. There. <laughs> I, but like uh, for me, it's like all about the running, like protecting myself, protecting my children, and running. So I hope that I never ever freeze. So. I hope that the dimmer switch never goes down to zero because, yeah, I might need to. I don't yeah. necessarily need to fight. Well, yeah, but, you it, know, and, and I know that's kind of not the point of this. No, it is. No, no, if you're going to act purely defensively, feel free to push your dimmer switch way up because you're not going to hurt anybody else running away. Right. You know, if you feel threatened, it's best to to beat it out of there before you get grabbed, before something happens. Trust your gut, your dimmer switch. Is tangling over here and it's going, you might want to crank me up because it's time to get out of here. Listen to it and just go. If yeah, you overreacted, who gives a shit? I could never ever do ring sports because I will either, my my act, you know, my reaction is going to be to either run away. That's my number one. My number two is like if I have to, I'm going to go for the balls, the inner thighs, <laughs> the underarms, the eyeballs. You know, I, I'm not going to play by the rules. I can't play by the rules. There's, the rules don't apply to me. Sorry. <laughs> Fucking plane is circling the house, dude. I see him. Well, right there. We live right by the airport, Dave. I'm sorry. He's, he's 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 somehow he's listening in. He's turned in. <laughs> he's our tapping our frequency. signal. Right. Lucky him. You know, you could go the other way and say, you know, as opposed to being, you know, no offense, but you know, like the small little lady, go the other way and say, well, what if the guy's got a weapon? Where you have to immediately jack up your dimmer switch. Right. So. Yeah, I mean, and I have a little bit of that too. I, I mean, I did train. A long time ago, I haven't really been training since my kids were born, so I'm out of shape and out of whatever. But it's still there. I can right. still do it. I just don't really. I just have the confidence that I can do it. I can't. I don't know that I can do it actually. <laughs> no, everybody has a dimmer switch. It's fight or flight. You know. It, but exactly, it's the thing when you become trained in something is that you have to have a dimmer switch because unknowingly you can physically hurt somebody when you don't. When you when you don't want to, when you don't have the intention of hurting somebody, but on the flip side, that that's how we kind of get to this discussion is is that fear aspect of turning the reality on as a martial arts teacher for your students and whatnot, or if you're a student and your teacher trying to do this for you to make it as realistic as possible. So hey, it works in the streets, and and to get you as close as possible to that realistic situation or feeling, um, and maybe fear or intensity, whatever it might be, but. Being careful because if real fear is initiated or nervousness or speed, then that power comes on and you have to have that dimmer switch. Um, so I, I, you know, what you said is completely valid. It's it's just kind of a step up how we how we got there. All right, 
Uh, yeah, the baby's crying. Tyson's got to check out for a minute. <laughs> She'll be back. Um, so, yeah, the last point I'm going to make on dimmer switch is, and this is for both students and instructors to be really aware of, at least as far as first world countries and this sort of thing, you know, <laughs> I've seen a lot of people hurt by having someone push their dimmer switch up too high for the world they live in. And it, that's basically PTSD, hypervigilance, you right. know. And those schools that have you think that everybody's an axe murderer, there's ninjas going to fall out of the trees and stuff like that. <laughs> what we're doing with this dimmer switch is trying to balance and sort of get some control over our sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system reactions. And if you're always hot, if you're always stressed out right. and looking over your shoulder, that's worse for you probably than any attack you'll ever get in the long run. That's because hypertension, <laughs> that's heart disease, it's all that stuff backs up. I mean, there is good research to back this up. Yeah. It's Even if you stress. have a dimmer switch installed, you're starting your your base your base is already high, right? Yeah, you know, and so that's so people that are training you to be hyper vigilant, you got you should avoid. And you know the 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 fact of the matter is, yeah, we've already got this built in natural dimmer switch, and we just need to be conscious about it. I think that's the real key to get the thing under control. Be conscious of it. You know, there's certain situations where, yeah, flip that thing flat out up, you know, whether it's run or gun. Uh, and there's other times when you just want to keep it off, you mm -hmm. know. But most of the time, there's a little bit of back and forth interplay there. But training martial arts can help you control your dimmer switch, can help you, like, not be hyper vigilant, but actually be more relaxed, more confident. And that will keep people from screwing with yeah. you because you don't look like a victim anymore. This is real life stuff. Just that relaxed confidence is better than anything. Well, and the the other aspect of that is psychologically not even dealing, you know, with, quote-unquote, physical um, violence of any sort. But, you know, you're having it out with your wife. Well, your dimmer mm -hmm. switch wasn't sensitive enough to notice that hers went up a notch. <laughs> right. And how you should appropriately respond so that you don't get so where you're both on. Yeah. You might not be throwing blows, but you're saying things that cut. Yeah, you're hurting each other. You yeah, know? exactly. And, that you know, I I think I mentioned this one or two episodes back. Yeah, two, three maybe. But um, all this shit, regardless of what style we're in, here we are three guys from three completely different styles. And our listeners compose probably the whole gamut. But all of our styles have these interesting, if you want to call them philosophical lessons, you know, or mental lessons and stuff. And it's not, you know, if you're a student or even a teacher, don't just blow over this bullshit because it's not bullshit. It's the stuff that makes it work in real life. Right. Whether that's a confrontation or just living your damn life, you know. Bingo. Yeah. And I think some people do themselves a disservice by not selling that broader benefit very well. You know? To me, that's the real benefit right. of it, the market. Exactly. That's where you use it every day. Yeah. Yeah, most of us won't be attacked by a machete-wielding maniac, you know, when we step Well, it is Halloween. It. But it's Halloween, so <laughs> yeah, it doesn't... Yeah, just give me 10 minutes here. It doesn't hurt to be prepared. Okay. You know what? I'm going to call it on the discussion topic. I think you should. Because we've got a lot of material to cover here, and we're already an hour into the show. I told you. And listeners, I hope it's not too goofy out here in the yard with the planes and everything, but... I, it's ambiance. It's just ambiance. That's right. Ambiance. Scary squirrel. <laughs> What was that? <laughs> I don't know. Somebody stepped on a duck. We'll see you after the break. Oh, and by the way, enjoy your Marshall Brain segment. Bye.
I'm Jeff Westfall for The Martial Brain. Dude, that is sick. The allure of advanced techniques. One word that is frequently misunderstood, if not abused in martial arts terminology, is the word advanced. This word often has an unfortunate effect on the minds of beginning martial artists. It often suggests to them that advanced means better. So much so that the student may even try to hurry past the basics in order to learn the coveted advanced techniques sooner. If I had my way, we would use a different label than advanced. One possible substitute would be specialized. If your techniques are a collection of tools, your basics are the hammer, pliers, saw, screwdriver, etc. Just about any job you want to do can be done with the basics. Occasionally, however, a job crops up that needs a specialized tool like one of those strange screwdrivers with the pentagonal indentation for a head instead of a slot head or a Phillips head. In that case, you need a specialized tool, one designed for exactly that job and no other. While such a tool is useful on occasion, it is not an advanced tool to be thought of as better than the more basic ones. On the contrary, basic tools are useful in many more situations. Another problem crops up after the student has learned his or her advanced technique. This is the desire to show off the technique, whether the situation is right for it or not. This reminds me of a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu student of mine who had learned a particularly fancy acrobatic technique for passing the guard. I will pause here and explain for listeners who are unfamiliar with submission grappling. The guard is a form of protective clinch on the ground in which you are on your back with your head away from the opponent and your legs toward the opponent, using your hips and legs to inhibit him from successfully moving to a better position or from attacking you. This is done by any number of ways in a variety of configurations. The bottom line is that you have made your legs into a barrier. This frustrating barrier often goads the opponent into foolishly aggressive tactics, which is just the way the skilled guard player likes it. The most common and often the most prudent tactic is to use weight and leverage to immobilize the opponent's hips and legs before moving around or over them and gain a stronger position. When this is done successfully, it is called passing the guard, and doing it well is one of the highest skills in submission grappling. Getting back to my jiu-jitsu student, I noticed when watching him grapple that he would frequently seek to be in the opponent's guard, a strange behavior in submission grappling. When I asked him about this, he said that he wanted to pass the opponent's guard. I asked him why. He replied that he had a really sick guard pass that he wanted to show off. I explained to him that when rolling, the grappling equivalent of sparring, you are trying to build your game. Part of this is learning to make tactically sound decisions. Voluntarily placing yourself in the opponent's guard is almost never tactically sound. It would be different if you were specifically drilling on passing the guard, but that was not the case here. I explained to the student that guard passing skills are like being able to change a tire on your car. Good for solving a problem, but not a basis for showing off. Imagine driving down the street with a friend. At one point, you turn to him and say, Dude, check this out. You then pull over, get out of the car, produce an ice pick, and stab one of your tires, giving you a chance to show off your awesome tire changing skills to your friend. In that light, sounds a little ridiculous, doesn't it? You should train to solve problems as they arise, not to show off. If you learn to think of these techniques not as advanced, but as specialized, 
you may then be more inclined not to obsess over them and instead to do what your instructor has always told you. Obsess over the basics. Anyway, that's what I think. But I could be wrong. Let me know what you think at my website, rpmartialarts.com. This is Jeff Westfall for The Martial Brain. <laughs> okay, let's do this thing. D-la-dee-dee-dee. We're back, folks, coming to you live from the Champagne Lounge for once with Whoa. news, news, news from Craig Keesling. Boo! I'm scared. <laughs> I am scared. <laughs> Don't let this news scare you, folks. We are in the Champagne Lounge where things get enough. giggly and scary, so... I'm going to tell you this is news, but you might not want to believe it all because we are in the Champagne Lounge. Yeah, anything goes. <laughs> no, it's all true. I pulled it from the internet. <laughs> Da-dum-dum-dum-dum. A little bit of the old callback today, folks. War Machine. That's right. Our good friend John Koppenhaver, legally, legally known as War Machine. Is back in the news. Although the judge said, bullshit, I ain't calling you War Machine. <laughs> no shit. Well, yeah, we just recently covered him, didn't we? Iron Man has yes, that copyrighted. And he's back. Actually, Throwback, uh, follow-up, callback. This is kind of like an update in bold print uh, story. Anyway, this cat who had a uh, 14-5, 14 wins, 5 losses, professional MMA record, and competed for UFC and Bellator. Um, but... Needless to say, Bellator released him quickly after news broke of the attack I recently uh, spoke on, where he beat up his ex-girlfriend. And, uh, you know, he walked in in, quote-unquote, their house, which was her house. Right. <laughs> details, details. Which he'd been told via restraining order to stay the hell away from. Mm-hmm. But, and, you know, uh, Christy Mack, his ex-girlfriend, uh, Christy Mack Mack, adult film star, you know, and we all we went through all this, and there's that Twitter call back again. Thanks for reminding me. I was going to look her up, though. <laughs> yeah, and look her down. Okay, stop okay. it. Is that easy? As of last week, as of right now, when we're recording this on Tuesday, October 14th, War Machine was facing 32 charges, 32, and the possibility of a life sentence due to that very same attack. Anyway, while in his jail cell on this Tuesday, October 14th, he decided to use those bed sheets and tried to hang himself. Before he took his last breath, however, a guard rushed in, cut the linen, removed it from his neck, and the machine was saved. He's currently on suicide watch in a medical isolation cell, and his attorneys are looking for a plea 
All I can hear in my head is Bruce Springsteen saying, Suicide Machine! I don't think Sorry, that's a that's good a, ring name, though. No, <laughs> it's not. It's it's really not. But I like it. That's what a it, horrible joke, too. I'm sorry. <laughs> if I believed in hell, I'd probably burn for that. <laughs> what did the guard cut him down with? They can't have mm-hmm. knives in there. Uh, they can't. But uh, <laughs> he loved the, the war machine quick? so much that he chewed, <laughs> chewed through the through linen him, yep. with his teeth. <laughs> now is that a callback to the red Tarzan? <laughs> <laughs> Remember, supposedly oh, yeah, he chewed like, through God, the fence. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. We miss red Tarzan. Oh, we got a little Tarzan coming up for you right at the end of the show, though. though. Oh, Just Smith. not the red variety. That's right. right. That's right. I remember him. Oh, excellent, yeah. excellent. We like him. <laughs> He's been with us actually for a while. I went back through some of the old mail and was looking at some of the old emails. No. And, uh, he's, he's, he's one of our dude with... bros. <laughs> dude bro? Dude bro. Don't tase me. <laughs> so Olin started calling Dave that, and he's like, dude bro. <laughs> got all pissed off. Nice. Hey, this isn't supposed to happen today. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, dude, bro. We're recording, dude, bro. Moving on to another call back. Some of you may remember Jason Mayhem Miller. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who's repeatedly been in our little world of news. MMA fighter who's fought in the UFC, Strike Force, WFA, WEC, and Dream. His last fight in 2012 left him with a record of 23 wins, 9 losses. He's been on American Ninja Warrior. Hiya. And bully beat down. Unfortunately, he was always getting beat down, or I wish he did. In 2011, the 33-year-old was arrested for assaulting his sister. Bam! It was arrested again a year later for breaking into a church. You may remember the that. New yep. church incident. Yep. Yes, yeah. a brilliant piece of work there, mayhem. He was naked out of his mind, chilling out on a couch, and the cops bust in, all that good stuff. Of course, after that, the year later, 2013, he was arrested three times. So he's, he's rocking the house. Anyway, <laughs> most recently on October 9th of he's a this, troubled month this year. He is Ute. Mm-hmm. Officers approach Miller's home to serve him a warrant regarding domestic violence and stalking, as he has wanted to do. Police spokesperson says he retreated into the house, was uncooperative with any of the commands by sheriff deputies, and based on that, we established a perimeter and called out the SWAT team, led by... Well, no, okay. (laughs) (laughs) It just rang all right off the tongue. I had to do it. After a standoff, they broke into the front door and arrested him. In his mugshot, I actually looked this up. He's shirtless, smiling, clean-shaven, and he's sporting a pink, curly mohawk. (laughs) Kind of reminds me of cotton candy. (laughs) The fun part kind of all this... Kind of reminds me of the little hats you like to wear sometimes. <laughs> no doubt, no Craig doubt. Craig always tries on the baby hats. <laughs> I think we need that. Maybe a mayhem uh, costume. The mayhem hat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I like it. The fun part of all this is that he tweeted on Twitter about the whole damn thing as it was going down. Since Tweeter... Tweeter... Tweeter, Tweeter, Tweeter has a small <laughs> character count... I put it all together instead of reading it tweet by tweet. But check this out. This is word for word what he wrote to the rest of the Internet world. I need to tell everyone about the absolute waste of resources going on outside my house right now. I'm counting no less than five officers. They also have allocated use of a chopper, which cost approximately twelve grand an hour to operate. He was Googling that, wasn't he? <laughs> he <must have laughs> He's in a He's like, how much does it cost to... <laughs> Along with taking time away from all caps, real emergencies. 
Yeah, because you're such a Boy Scout. They have threatened me with a dog bite and are... <laughs> I'm going to get you with a dog bite, Mayhem. <laughs> yeah, and like a run amok MMA guy is not a real threat. Right. <laughs> He's kind of playing his sport down there. Yeah. No doubt. And they are amassing a great force. Great force. That includes a spotter in the neighbor's yard and an uncharismatic man. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> As opposed to you. Maybe that's what he calls the men in black, you know? As I mentioned, he was shirtless, smiling with a pink curly Q mohawk. And that guy's just standing out in the yard in a suit with a gun. <laughs> Sunglasses on. And squinting at you meanly. Actually, I, I got to admit, I had to figure out what this word was because he wrote uncharismatic and man all together, and I had to find where the space was to be inserted. Uncharismatic man. Yeah. What's his superpower, Craig? <laughs> uncharismatic. Okay. <laughs> he just bores you to death. Who continues so to remind Superman, me? He's just got a grumpy face, you know? <laughs> Mr. Grumpy. <laughs> Who continues to remind me that they are here serving a warrant for my arrest. Of course, the Twitter goes on and on and on because he's not going to, at that point, say, okay, I should leave now. <laughs> no. I have not committed any crime, obviously, but yet I am forced here in your own home. Okay. Per usual, all caps, they have an army and I am just one. Me. It's an army of one. If you would like to see this drama unfold, please come. And he gave <laughs> his address. Nice uh. done. Just don't let them get, and then, and, you know, shots must have been fired. Something shit went down because then everything changes. He says, just don't let them shoot me. I'm scared. <laughs> oh, I God. have the proper paperwork at my office in at Vapor Labs Irvin. I was due to go to court this morning, but the LFPD chased me all last night. I wish you no harm. All caps. You for who? come in peace. For, for all the cops that are reading the Twitter. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I respect the police, but this is overkill for something that would be settled with one piece of paperwork from OC Bail. You know the guys are out there. The cops were reading his tweets, right? <laughs> and they're like, this guy's pretty arrogant. Let's fire a few shots at the house and see if that changes his tune a little. <laughs> I hope so. Uh. I now see a literal armored personnel carrier pulling up. They tryna, yes, literally T R Y N A. <laughs> they tryna to murder me. Trying to murder me. Yeah, it'd be better if he left out the two. Anyway, I just want a peaceful solution. Now the broke the broke my window with some box and a phone in it and AR-15s. All caps. Here we go. Here we go. They are terrified. And they all have guns. Scale, scaring my hot dog. <laughs> At OCSD. <laughs> they threw a phone box oh through a plate glass window. Disrespect. <laughs> I would like to give up, comma, but not with 50 Rambos out there. Not cool. And that would be the, the Twitter event of the year, my friends. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> now, if you, you two would be a, would like to be a part of the action on Mayhem Miller's Twitter feed, you can follow him <laughs> at Mayhem Miller. He's also known as the, the Notorious, Notorious MMA. MMA. But, yeah, you can... Okay. Do they let you tweet from jail? Dude, I think he earned that one. He is notorious now. That's no fucking shit. hilarious. Dude, you know, I... That's almost Red Tarzan. That's he's tripping right somebody up I've reported on like notorious. three or four times. Yeah. <laughs> Nicely done. 
<laughs> Do the move with it, honey. Okay. There Perfect. it was. And there it was. <laughs> Mayhem Miller, we salute you and we thank you. For entertaining, if nothing else. Indeed. Good news item. Thanks. <laughs> That's for you, hey, Mayhem. <laughs> That's Kylie Sturgis, not Scotto. <laughs> oh, hi, Kylie. Wonfei Hung supports protesters. Not really. If you've been somewhat under a rock recently, you don't know the hotbed happening in Hong Kong. As you may well remember, 1997, China regained control of Hong Kong from Britain. The name One Country, Two Systems allowed Hong Kong to maintain some freedoms and independence. Mainland Chinese people didn't have such as freedom of the press, right to assemble. People of Hong Kong would even be allowed to elect their own leader in 2017. However, this past year, all that has started to change. Mainland China announced to Hong Kong that recently, this month, those elections could only proceed if the Chinese government selected all the candidates. <laughs> oh. oh. Many Free thousand and fair. Exactly. So current so situation is we have Craig, thousands. Go ahead. Can I pause there and go on a little rant? You might. <laughs> We've been in the champagne lounge this whole time drinking, so I'm I'm just gonna indulge myself. Do you mind? Go for it. You know, I'm sure a lot of Americans sit around and watch these posts pop up on Facebook and stuff about how, you know, they're not getting free and fair elections in, in uh, Hong Kong because they're not letting them pick their candidates. We here in America get to pick our candidates. Remember? <laughs> Bullshit. No, we don't. Y'all heard of a little thing called Citizens United? You're going to have millions and millions of dollars of backing to even try to run for president. We ain't picking those candidates either. And there's electoral college and other interesting things. So wake up. Okay, sorry, that's the end of my rant. Go back to the news. Oh, sorry. I didn't, thanks, we, we're keeping that off Not the podcast as much as possible. Not but I'm problem. passionate about right. this. I, was I know you chubby. are. All right, beloved Craig, continue. <laughs> and the beloved Craig quoth. Many thousands we gotta do this every time, man. <laughs> <laughs> many thousands of protesters, many thousands of police. That is the current situation. Police have been using tear gas to protect themselves, so to speak, you know, throwing stuff at them. Interestingly enough, the protesters have fought back by using umbrellas to protect themselves from the tear gas. All right. Oh. A lot of the Western media outlets have called this now the umbrella revolution. South China Morning Post has avoided this term and instead using Occupy Central, as in Central Hong Kong, Central Business District, Occupy Central Conflict, or even the political reform storm. That sounds hotter to me. Yeah. Joshua I'm tired Wong. Of the Occupy meme. Let's, what was that last one? Yeah, yeah. yeah political no, no, no. reform storm. Political reform dojo storm. Yeah, I like the dojo. I like the dojo. I just made it martial artsy for the podcast. It is. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Joshua Wong, he's the leader of scholarism a high school students group that has played a key role in the democracy movement, because that's kind of what they're looking for here, said at an October 4th rally, we are not seeking a revolution, we just want democracy. And according to the South China Morning Post, the politician known as Leong Chung told his colleagues on the Hong Kong Legislative Council, the umbrella post protesters have been using umbrellas to block tear gas, and that could be used as an aggressive weapon <laughs> and it necessitates Bullets. a violent response by police officers they have seen once upon a time in china too many yeah. times you're, now, you're, now you're catching on <laughs> to prove his point lung cites martial arts movies 
mercy. It's basic common sense that an umbrella can be used as an aggressive weapon, but many lawmakers are just completely ignorant about history. Film history, am I bad? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Local news site. It can also Times. be used to float gently to the ground from a ten-story building if you watch oh, it movies. I love that yeah. lady. Hey, just ask Mary Poppins. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like a. Never mind. Local news site Passion Times said Long was specifically referring to movies about Chinese folk hero and martial artist Wong Fei Hong, where he was portrayed fighting enemies with an umbrella. Wong, if you're any bit of a you know clueless, or maybe you just haven't seen the Chinese flicks. He's a uh, he's a big folk hero. Uh, you can check out movies called Iron Monkey, Once Upon a Time in China, and many others. Oh, it wait. is honestly, um, he is the most m- made about movie guy, like in Chinese <laughs> history. Yeah, yeah. Kwong Tai Hing alone had almost a hundred movies. Yeah, he had yeah. over fifty for sure. Um, so, so there is that. That's that's happening like as we speak. You know, I looked at a bunch of YouTube clips of it to see if you know what I was seeing and. Yeah, you got your young kids and your adults running around with, with the umbrellas, but this guy is saying, you know, oh, it's okay for us to do use whatever force necessary because they're using... They got umbrellas. Yeah, and we that should... means kung fu at us, so kung fu back at you, yeah. you know, whatever. We should test this out, Craig. I'm going to go get one of my firearms, and I've got an umbrella <laughs> right over there, and I'm going to come at you, bro. And you see if you can stop me, because when you pull the trigger, I'm going to pop that thing open. Right. And it's going to go, pew, 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 like there Wonder Woman's right. bracelet. Right, boys. True. boys. Boys, let's, yes. let's, let's dim it back a bit. <laughs> uh, call back. Nicely call back. done. Well played, sister. Yeah, yeah. No, well, all I can say is, uh, you know, one permission slip, one vote. That doesn't sound very fair. No. Nah. Neither does one dollar, one vote. No. But it's interesting. I actually did look up. There's a Wikipedia entry for this whole thing called the Umbrella Revolution 2014. It's already got a huge, huge confusing wikipedia page but it does list the actual laws that were put into place only like two weeks ago this month literally <laughs> That's convenient uh no shit um <laughs> and it explains it but the interesting thing if you're reading the english and all that it's confusing as fuck right there are several websites out there that have had to be labeled as you know the umbrella umbrella revolution in plain english because <laughs> the wording was meant to Confused, Confused yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the whole point. A little reverse news speak there. Exactly. Nice. And that's the news. That's the news. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That was a little Hispanic there. <laughs> you rolled your eyes. Claro que sí. Yeah. Claro que no. Claro que sí. Claro que sí. And on that note, we're going to proceed into yeah, the Monster Mash. The Monster Mash. Oh, sorry. <laughs> we mashed one. <laughs> Don't you melt right. your mash. The so, Monster Mash. Folks, if you're not into what we're doing right now, you can just go ahead and check out because we're about to get even goofier. <laughs> click on delete, <laughs> click on stop, pause, everything like that. Yeah. And by the way, spoiler alert. Oh, shit. We, we uh, kill all these monsters. The Monster um, Mash. <laughs> Well, who doesn't? So let's throw them out there. Let's start off with the old days. And All we're right. going to kick this around and see uh, what you guys think the best tactic or martial art would be for defeating each of these extremely terrifying Hollywood movie monsters. monsters. All right. Let's go back to the Universal era. The mummy. That's easy. What you, do you think? It's either got to be Bagua or Aikido because you just grab a wrap and just start spinning. <laughs> 
<laughs> He'll come fall right, apart. <laughs> I'm right there with you, buddy. Yeah, walk in a circle. We've I even got to avoid museums or Egypt. I'm good. <laughs> We've even got a form in House of Earth I call Unwrapping the Mummy because you get somebody's arm crossed over and you lunge past them and jerk it really hard and they go, wow. Well, I was thinking that, that, uh, that classic movie, Removing the Helmet. You, yeah. you grab yeah. a piece of tape. And yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, also, if you happen to have a cigarette lighter in your pocket, you're good to go. <laughs> hey, and you can be a valley girl, too. If you got hairspray, click, spray. You know. That yeah. was one of my brother's um, classic. He had hairspray? Well, like we my going mom's 80s? hairspray. My mom's, yeah, yeah, yeah. hairspray. No, no. In the 80s, my mom had hairspray. Yeah. And my brother would come after me with hairspray and a lighter. Yeah. Like and a spider. He was mean. Yeah. He was a horrible, horrible brother. Now he's great, but. There's tons of YouTube clips where that goes horribly wrong. Yeah. All right. Don't get personal. Yeah. Sorry. I'm the, sorry. These are monsters, not people. You can't so talk sorry. about beating oh, up come people. come on. Dimmer switch, brother. Frankie monsters Stein? are people, too. That's. <laughs> Craig, or at least you were. Win. You win the prize. Or at least were. <laughs> Frankenstein? Frankenstein. What about Frankenstein? He's a big burly dude. What are you going to do with Frankenstein? Oh. Call him Frank and run. I think I'd just have to pull him down to the ground and run. Uh, open. Oh, she's going for a specific technique. Uh, well, I'll go for another specific technique. He was created with lightning. Lightning palm, bitches. <laughs> nice one. That's your specialty. That's yeah, right. <laughs> What do you got? You got anything for Frankenstein? Ugh. I was saying, you know, if you're really good at Taekwondo, you could just kick that bolt in his neck right on in. There you go. <laughs> or just pull out your cell phone. Call the villagers. Well, so you do, just do a whole bunch of joint locks, and all the joints just pop right off. It'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah, he would just come apart. Yeah. But he might just keep coming and headbutting you, you know, with his big old Franken forehead. <laughs> then what you do? <laughs> I guess you just kick his head like a sour ball. Then what Headlock I do? Bridezilla. Headlock Bridezilla. Yeah. Make fun of her hair. What I do? Oh, God. Again, once again, with uh, Bride of Frankenstein, I think if you got a cigarette lighter in your pocket, you're <laughs> good you go. to go. <laughs> Dracula. How are you going to get the, the blood sucker? Because he's sneaky, uh, man. He'll just poof up behind you. Well, and he's charming. He's the dude at the club. He's suave. And, oh, you know, yeah. He'll get close to you. Always yeah. carry a silver fork in your purse. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Y'all don't carry purses. No. That's a nice bag you got there, lady. But I, I keep a cucumber wrapped in tinfoil in my pants. Does that That's count? different. <laughs> Go ahead and try it. Uh, yeah, what? Oh, he wants to sell us something, Dave. A golden ball. You shouldn't sell that. That's a treasure. Wait. <laughs> Only one dollar. Only one dollar. That's a value. Kill. The golden ball? I think it could kill. I think a golden it's ball. It's like Willy Wonka, the golden ticket. Kill, um, what the fuck is it called? Vampire? Dracula? Dracula. <laughs> Vlad Dracula. <laughs> No, you just get hold of his right. wife, Mina, and you, you do, throw um, her down. Uh, Filipino hearts, and just shove that rich hand right through the heart, you know? Yeah. It's a stay through the heart there. No, with, yeah. with, with, with that guy, I'd just become extremely Christian. <laughs> I really would. Well, that scares away most people. <laughs> yeah, sure indeed. You'd have big old crosses like Flavor Flav hanging around your neck, wouldn't you? <laughs> What's Pianfa? Garlic necklace? Yeah, invite him to with the big Italian silver cross hanging restaurant on for a date. <laughs> All right, well, we've talked about the golden ball. How about a silver bullet? What are you going after Wolfman with? Wolfman Jack. 
Um, it's like once again, your cigarette lighter's gonna come in handy. Yeah. Uh, so okay, Wolfman. Hmm. Now he's an animal, so I think you need something. You know, you can some of the animal style minerals. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I saw a kung fu movie once where a, a guy had a thing like a bear trap that he would swing around on a chain. And he zap you with it and catch your ass? What is that, Kusare Gama? No, no. Kind of like the flying guillotine type thing? Yeah, like a flying guillotine thing, like the basket you throw over oh, their head yeah. and pop their head off. But this was like a bear trap. Nice. It could easily be a wolfman <laughs> trap. Actually, I think I know what you're talking about. I, think I, I've I've I can't remember which like movie that. it was yeah, in. Yeah. Some astute listener, maybe if Bay Logan still tunes in, he'll be like, oh, that was totally in, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, right. No, Josh, yeah, Josh could too. Yeah, yeah. So whoever. All right, so how, how, do, how do you do it? Were they, now, were they affected by I've seen some stories that say they were also affected by the garlic. Um, no, not the wolf, man. It's, no? you gotta, you got to put the silver to his ass. All right, silver, silver bullet. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the, the vampire can take this. I mean, can't take the silver, too, but the wolfman is not impervious to to the garlic. garlic. So I think we need to make some silver bullets and do that some gun food on the wolf. Yeah. Yeah. Silver yeah. Bullet? yeah, it was. Yes, indeed. Which or one? just, you know, here, doggy, come on, get some food and just make a silver dish, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's always that. Well, let's Wish run through these ass. quickly. Let's, oh, oh, uh, okay. let's move this along. This will be fun, though. Zombies. And not just zombies. You got your slow ones. You got your fast ones. So You got your hopping ones. And <laughs> you got to remember, you don't want to get a lot of fluids on you most of the time in the zombie movies. Yeah, so the grapplings out. Aren't they yeah. You said fluids. Oh, you grapple them, they just bite your yeah. ass, and it's done. You a zombie, too, <laughs> Wait, now. what's wrong with the fluids? That's how the virus is transmitted. Yeah. Oh. I mean, you know, spoiler alert, Walking Dead, everybody's just got it. So when you die, you turn into a vampire. Right. But most of the... Not a thing, vampire, right? No, not a vampire. Well, a zombie. You notice, <laughs> Sorry, the you notice one thing about all these monsters, minus, I'd say, the mummy and Frankenstein, they all like to spread their love. There's no mummy and Frankenstein? No, the mummy and Frankenstein. Oh. <laughs> no. you're, you're overcorrecting. Back your dimmer switch off, honey. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no. They, it's uh, with the zombies in particular. They're they're the working they man's monster, you. right? They're yeah. working class. They're blue collar <laughs> monsters. It's all about making more droids, you know. Yeah. Uh, and, but droid. that's the slow zombies, you know. Mm. So I think for the spear slow work. zombies, yeah, spear work. Just sit behind a chain link fence and spear them all in the head. All yeah, day oh, something long. that yeah. keeps them at a distance. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. And maybe yeah. flame, you know, hairspray and lighter <laughs> again, but on the tip of the on tip of the. I, they do yeah. tend to go up pretty easy in most movies, yeah. but I still I want something I can reach them and poke a hole in their skull at a distance. So, and you know, the firearms not so good for zombies. If you've ever played Outbreak Undead, the zombie yeah, simulation role-playing yeah. game, basically every time you fire a gun, you increase your risk of encountering more zombies because it draws them in. Yeah. So they make you pay the price for, for me, firing Guan that Dao. pistol. That spear Guan with Dao. a big-ass thing big chopping off the heads. It. Yes, yeah, I like it. Keep them off me of and swipe Now, what I would go with, because I want something blunt because I don't want the spray, <laughs> I would go with a big-ass Tetsubo. Mm. I'm going Japanese yeah. on you. What's a Tetsubo? It's yeah. a... About a five and a half foot, six foot long wooden club with iron, you know, nuggets Nodules, all over yeah. it. Yeah. Excellent. Oh, that won't spread blood at all. No, that's Catholic school Not like school cutting fun, something's bro. head off wood. <laughs> it's just that's just batting it practice. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Boom. Right in the dynamite. <laughs> all right, how about, uh, well, the, all right, fast zombies. That's right. a whole other thing. What are you going to do with a fast Give zombie? me an example of fast zombie maybe from uh, the movie. The 28, 28 Days, days later. later. Yeah, that's kind of the okay, classic. Yeah. They're just screaming and running at you like a pack of yeah, hyenas. True. 
I forgot. About I think that. you're pretty much fucked if that happens. <laughs> yeah, that- <laughs> I don't know about the rage virus. Uh, <laughs> rage. Uh, again, 28 days later. They weren't catch really up on dead. They had a rage virus they were infected with. Yeah, it, just a little bit of brains. <laughs> get See, into a locked room. Return and of the Living Dead started that. the whole brains thing. Most yeah. other zombies not concerned with brains. I know. They're going to eat you anything. I know, but that, that just gets me, you know, excited <laughs> when I hear that. All we want to do is eat your brains. We're not unreasonable. No one's going to eat your eyes. <laughs> Surprise. Maybe I can find that. For me, I'd, I'd get myself into, let's say, an office building or something like that and do the worst possible thing in other circumstances. Get myself trapped into a room with windows. Get all of them trapped into or into that long-ass hallway outside the door. That I previously lit up with gasoline. <laughs> so you're planning ahead. I yeah, was going to exactly. say, I think, I think the medieval fortress defense is the way yeah. you go with the fast ones. You get your boiling oil, you get all your shit, and you get someplace high and secure, and you just dump Fry it Fry them all, that's yeah, right. that's what I'm talking about. All right, well, we've covered them. Uh, Hoppers, come on, we got to touch a hopper. <laughs> Predator versus alien. Dear God, where'd you go with this? <laughs> that was my suggestion, actually. <laughs> yeah. oh, I blame this guy. That sounds like a video game and a movie. <laughs> the Predator, I think you're best off with high-tech firearms. Yeah, but, you got to go gun but, but, as oh. Arnold proved, you can also pull some ninjutsu out of your back pocket and <laughs> smear yourself down with mud oh, and camouflage yes, yes. yourself and then come back and get his ass. So you either got to go really high-tech or really low-tech. Exactly. Cover or, with mud or sniper rifle. You, get, you just get that, <laughs> that one chick in the movie, and everything will pause because everybody's looking at her. Yeah. Or you could do like the movie and just go completely zen and not have weapons in the first place. I like it. <laughs> All right, how about the alien? you got to shoot his ass into space to kill him, if the movies have told me anything. Because, look, you cut him, you do you, any sort of damage that makes him bleed, blood. you get the acid blood. Or reproduction. Yeah. <laughs> For me, it's very simple. Just well, we, should, we should fuck the alien to death? <laughs> no, I like no. That. Saying, like, That's a whole Ooh. different movie. Sometimes they reproduce like a three by, like, you know, like Oh, the face huggers. Oh, yeah. yeah, they jump on your face and stick their thing down your no, throat. No, no, that's not what I was saying. Sounds I was bad. saying to that, um, yeah, go ahead with your ex-girlfriend. Like, I'm not talking about <laughs> that kind of alien. Okay. <laughs> but... <laughs> That was a two-prong. What a... That was nice. <laughs> All right, moving on. Yeah, let's just move on before two-prong becomes a joke. Uh, um. <laughs> no, honestly, I can, I can picture something like that. Uh, having them chase me, you know, and I run in towards a sand, uh, what do you call that, quicksand type thing. Yeah, yeah. Where they don't, you don't have to deal with blood and squirt and stuff right. like that. They just get sucked down to a place you don't have so to deal with them. So you use your environment, you know what you're doing to kill the alien? Yeah. Parkour, bitches. <laughs> Parkour. <laughs> all right, we solved it. Um, all right, what you going to do with the blob? Oh, oh, the blob. Oh. I think that's where your grappling comes to the fore. <laughs> no, 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 no. no I, that, what I'd say where... is roll a 20, natural. Yeah. <laughs> I did not pull the nerd card. <laughs> well, I rolled a 20, so you guys can <laughs> suck it. <laughs> Your shirt says, so you bitches can <laughs> No, what you do is you lure the blob into a movie theater, and then you get your, <laughs> you get your dry eyes. It's pretty simple. I'll show you the film. Um, okay. Just lure more of a sewer grating. Yeah. yeah. How, about <laughs> How about tomatoes? How about tomatoes? The killer, killer tomatoes? tomatoes? Yeah. 
I think Sound. I would just cook a bunch of hamburgers and those tomatoes wouldn't last long. <laughs> We'd be out there making ketchup with our boots. Right. Right. Uh, yeah, nice one, Craig. Uh, how about, all right, let's get serious here. How about Michael Myers? Uh-huh. Coming at you with the butcher knife? Oh. Mm. But you don't see him coming because that's his whole thing. That's his No, but so you can he hear the surprise. music. You yeah. can hear the music and you know he's coming. <laughs> well, or just don't be an 18-year-old girl and you're okay. You Actually, know? even in the movie, often <laughs> you don't hear the, mo- the music. It's dead quiet and then it's <laughs> when he pops out of the closet and picks you up by your throat. So I'm thinking Michael Myers, I'm thinking Aquino might be good for that because he loves to pick you up by your throat and just hold you there while he kills you. So if you know some joint locking, you can start working on that arm. <laughs> he's you know? the one that's just a normal human, but... Fuck the hell up. Yes. Well, yeah. Yeah, as opposed but, to the other guys, yeah. Yeah. Well, and we'll in, get to them. He well, probably doesn't have much of a pain threshold at all. Yeah. Well, I love Michael Myers in the original film because he's spooky, but he's just a dude, right? Until mm-hmm. some things happen where it's like, no dude is going to survive that. <laughs> but they don't explain it. They don't tell you he's a warlock well, or some horseshit. They don't explain uh, it. They yeah. just let it follow you home in the trunk of your car. You know? <laughs> <laughs> just call the psychologist. That's all you do. Yeah. You need your I should have at some point. Thanks, Mom, for letting me go see that when I was nine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I meant to come treat you. Love you, Ma. Uh, all right, Freddy Krueger, what you going to do with that bitch? Not dream. That's yeah, for sure. stay awake. That's always the one they tried to do. Yeah, Put on really? a hat and a striped sweater and then a bunch of mirrors and fuck with them. Yeah. <laughs> no, I guess the answer to the Freddy Krueger one is coffee food. You just keep the coffee coming, maybe get you a bag of cocaine, you know? There you go. <laughs> Freddy, you ain't getting me. You know. Just take him to, to a hospital, see a plastic surgeon. He'd be happy then. He'd be like, oh, finally. <laughs> Burn recovery unit, you right? know. Yeah. <laughs> so pull your dimmer switch buddy. down and help the brother out. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Dude, bro. He was a pederast, but we'll leave that aside. Um, <laughs> all right, well, as long as we're on this subject, I love me some 80s slashers. How about Jason? Jason Voorhees. He keeps coming do? back no matter what you do. Wait, which one was that? He the really lake? does. That was the hockey mask. Yeah, yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. Although not until the third film yeah, 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 did yeah, he yeah. ever appear in a hockey yeah, mask. Yeah, he came rising up out of there like Excalibur and shit, right? <laughs> yeah. So if we're in the first movie and Jason Voorhees is actually Mama Voorhees. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm basically going to just, uh, I think a swift kick to the gut might work for her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She so do creep up on you and stick a machete in your head, though. Indeed. So you got to watch her. you got to be alert. Yeah. Hypervigilant, I would even say, if you're summer camping or something. So this is, again, dimmer switch, turn it up a notch, or yeah. a thousand. This way, oh, no, you ain't getting me with that machete. I know you're just a little old lady under that get-up. <laughs> That's really ridiculous when yeah. you think about it. Or just don't old. go to Camp Crystal Lake. Or... I, no, I That's just, right, don't go camping. <laughs> I, I would answer. run through those woods into the thickest of, of, of thicket as I could, where the trees go closer together. Because this guy's swimming in his big arms with a big, long-bladed weapon, and he's going <laughs> to chalk it into some fucking tree. You're like Br'er Rabbit. Damn like, straight. Please, Jason, don't throw me in a briar patch. <laughs> <laughs> once he does, you know. I'm out of here. Well, you yeah. know, the obvious example is always to go hide in the sleeping bag. That's the best. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that one, too. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, if we went there, we're also going to have to travel slightly westward and go to uh, Texas, you know. Oh, the chainsaw massacre. Indeed. Yeah. Well, what do you do with a bunch of redneck hillbillies <laughs> that have a mongoloid brother with a chainsaw? Have a sexual fantasy party. Oh, wait. We're not talking personal. Never mind. All right. Yeah, we want these solutions to be generalized out okay. for the listening right. audience. Oh. Um, yeah, I'm. 
I'm going to go with don't go to Texas. <laughs> Just as a general purpose as rule. As a general principle. No offense to you Texans, especially Ooh. my sister Sidians down there in, uh, in Austin. But, you know, I do avoid it when I can. <laughs> Everything's bigger out in Texas. Although, you know, you could be up in the mountains here. Everybody's seen Deliverance. What do you do when the banjo-picking rednecks come to get you? <laughs> Grease up, my friend. Squeal like a pig. That's all you can do. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. That's that's one of the hardest ones we've thrown out there. Just hide all the gasoline containers. That's yeah. <laughs> Again, you can do the Bagua Aikido thing. Just stay to the back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm going to go with the Bagua on that one because, uh, you know, you got multiple opponents and uh, you need to just clear a hole and run the hell away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, you know, you talked about slamming uh, sleeping bags into trees. Let's uh, do it. Remember Prophecy? <laughs> Anybody remember that movie? You got that the giant mutant chemically altered bear killing people in the mm, woods. No, that's not what I was thinking. And uh, <laughs> there's another one called The Prophecy. With yeah, Christopher. That's it. Walken. Yes. Yeah. Uh, not one. talking Demon about that witch one. thing. Yeah. This is Prophecy. And I love that movie as a kid. And he will pick you up in your sleeping bag and bang your ass into a tree, too. That was a real popular yeah. kill around that time. <laughs> Glorious stuff. The feathers fly, you know. Yeah. Um, so, Giant Bear, I'm thinking you need a bow and arrow, and you're pretty much fixed there. Yeah. Archery is a martial art, people. Mm-hmm. And Kill frankly, I'd love it against the zombies and some of these other monsters we've been talking about. At the very least, spear work again. Yeah, yeah a boar spear, I would yeah. think. You don't <laughs> want that bear running up the spear on you. Well, here's <laughs> one for you. Um, kind of kind of modern uh, movie that they uh, they tried to make it like it was a Blair Witch thing. You know, um, a lot of people didn't see it, but I enjoyed it. Troll Hunter. Anybody seen that? Swedish yeah, movie? I love Troll Hunter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, there's one because those are some big ass sons of bitches, man. Like giant <laughs> fuckers coming. You talk about you. the one they got on the bridge. That it, was hilarious. The like, way they got him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that a sci-fi channel movie or no? An actual a, movie. An actual movie. Swit. I mean, it's it like was on Netflix for a long time. You okay. For it. And they, they make it like it's a uh, Blair Witch thing. Like, you uh, know, it really. Oh, happened. the found footage stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, which is cheesy. Once you get past that, it's it's really kind of fun. Um, and a lot of the effects are, are pretty well done. No, and it's stuff like super that. good. I love yeah. that movie. It's a lot yeah. of fun. Well, that one's going on my list. Yeah. Troll Hunter Babies. Yeah, check it out. And the trolls are, are big, like giant size. They get to a few you. there at the end that are, mm-hmm. holy mackerel, you know, you're losing your car in their footprint. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> good stuff. The great thing is just keeping the light out, you know. All right. Just a couple more and then we'll yeah, wrap this segment it. up. Uh We'll put these two together. The creepy kid, like the Ringu thing, climbing out of your television set and crawling around. Or I'll throw in Chucky just for the hell of it. There you go. Same thing. Child's yeah. play. Yeah, I am. So what do you in. do with the little ones? <laughs> you know those, um, those YouTube like little short commercials from Brazil or wherever it was? And they had this little girl crawl out of the elevator when people are in it. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Those the lights awesome. would go out and, yeah, and come then back scare the shit out of everybody. And she, and yeah, it. and she would just scream, and then she'd crawl back into her hole, and the lights went back out again. <laughs> and it was just a little thing, and this they just got this little girl actor to do it, and, but it scared the shit. I'd be afraid some big dude bro would, like, smack her in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> like, ah, and then it's not so funny anymore, is it? <laughs> You well, know, that's exactly the the approach I would take. I'm like, thinking what I would go shit. with. I'm yeah. fucking you up. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking what I would go with with the creepy kid, or you know the uh, the child's play, the animated doll, is uh, something like Sea Lot, where they get way down low. You get right down there in his world with him, you know. 
and just creep around and make him be like, what is this dude doing down here with me? And then you get him. Because, you know, the danger is you swing at him with your baseball bat or whatever, and they run between your legs, and suddenly they're biting your ass. You know, that's, yeah, you can't but, have that. But when you're talking tendons. monster shit, this is when that, that whole dimmer switch <laughs> doesn't apply, bro. We're, we're, we're taking this, you know, solar yeah, level. Turn it up to 11 and snap the knob off. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Fuck Please it. go to 11. He That's was my child, your neighbor says. And I'm like, fuck you, I'm chopping your head off. Too. <laughs> yeah. The big mistake in the horror movies, people get the guy down, they, they kill him, and then they stand up and drop the knife and sort of wander five feet away and turn their back. It's like, no, I think if I'd been chased around by this asshole for the last 20 minutes with him trying to kill me, I would chop him into such tiny pieces it would look like you made salt. Yeah, you have to understand when you're it's dealing with like supernatural right. <laughs> or monster type shit, you can't just gotta you can't just kill him. You gotta kill him good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> gotta kill him dead. Chop him up, right. burn him. Yes, See, that, that's that's the reason I can't stand horror movies is they do stupid shit all the time and then they just leave it all. They just leave it. They just leave it. They're like, oh. All right, it stopped, so we're just done. We, we, we're just done. We're happy now. Everybody's okay. As a parent, you know also the problem with that, right? You don't want to take that diaper off that butt until it's all done. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. Don't talk to me about that. That's, 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 yeah, it's getting really that's scary that's now. That's a Craig. very Let's real practical up. monster. Especially with Wiley. Like, I mean, you think you think like you know about it with, with Olin and Lily? No, those children were normal. This one? This one's a monster. Yeah, you can hear him on the mics. <laughs> <laughs> He is eating through your <laughs> son, other son's right leg right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> Make happens. another one look just like him. Uh, <laughs> all right. No way. No, no. No, no, we won't. No, we won't. Thankfully. All right. Last one, and then we're going to throw this uh, on into dogs. a quick media mop-up. All right. Uh, Jiangshu. There you go. Hoppe, hoppe. Hopping hoppe. vampires. So these things are like freaking weebles. What do you do with those? You <laughs> knock them on their back, they pop right back up. Hide in the closet, don't breathe. At least that's what the movies will tell you. I'm thinking, I'm thinking snake style, something really light and quick, so you can get that, uh, lick that piece of paper and paste it on their head. <laughs> yeah, yeah the, for the me, it was just wudong sword. I just, I just glue that piece of paper, or, or just stick sticky tape to both sides of the paper <laughs> one side on the tip of the sword and that's all circular and sneaky pick it up and <laughs> yeah right on the tip of the head yeah, to yeah. be honest how scared do you have to be of something that's defeated by a post-it note <laughs> <laughs> there is that it's a special post-it note dude it's a magic <laughs> post-it note <laughs> really weird <laughs> they're hard to see. they should do a modern Jiangshi movie though. <laughs> and notes. just they're yeah. putting the characters yeah. on post-it notes and passing them out to them as fast as they can <laughs> I, I, I want to see the guy who'd say I'd foot sweep him because <laughs> the thing is these these are hopping vampire <laughs> mummy you'd be things. throwing your tornado foot sweeps and it'd be boing 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 <laughs> Uh, That's going to carry us into our next segment. We're going to look real quickly here, folks, at some, because uh, we are running long on time, but we're having fun, so I don't give a shit. Um, <laughs> we're we're uh, going to look at some martial arts in horror movies. And, Love uh, it. The Hopping Vampire is a good place to start. Oh, sure. Um, uh, for most people, if you're, if you're new to the horror martial arts genre, right? <laughs> there's actually a good crossover one. Um, it's called The Legend of Seven Golden Vampires. 
It was actually a, a cross studio yeah, I've seen movie. Seen that one? It's one of my favorites. I love that. Yeah, it's uh, done by uh, Shaw Brothers for the the Asian part of it and Hammer Films. Yeah. All what a good- mashup, man! Yeah. Could that be any better for martial arts and horror? They should have just called it the B movie. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen that movie several times. It's, totally it's one of my favorites. I am so happy to hear you bring this one up. I love that movie. It's horrible, but I love it. Oh, of course. It's got Peter Cushing in it, so, you know, yeah. he's got it from the hammer side of it. And yeah, if it's been years since I've seen it, but I think it was uh, The Hopping Vampires. Yeah, yeah. It was Dracula and The Hopping yeah. Vampire. It sounds like a bad group. <laughs> well, and they took that, that bit about uh, Dracula having that, that big necklace thing, and they did it times three. I remember it when it, you saw this Dracula, it, it was ridiculous. It was like Flavor Flav. It was <laughs> over the top. He had like boulder Buddha beads going. Yeah, he did. <laughs> There's my alliteration uh. coming out. <laughs> Um, yeah, and uh, I would also put Encounters of the Spooky Kind in, in that right. category, Sammo Hung, you know. Oh, yeah. And Mr. Vampire, of course, is all about taking out the hopping <laughs> vampires. And these things, sure. like, in some, especially in the Sammo Hung and the Mr. Vampire, some awesome choreography because these things really are just kind of, they're not that threatening, but they're indestructible. You right. Know? You knock them down, they pop back up, you flip <laughs> them upside down, they, they keep hopping, you know, it's... It's so like having a tackling dummy. Exactly. <laughs> One of those MMA type of dummies yeah. where you can, you know, the one pick with the it stern up and face. throw it. Mm. Here you go. Rubber Bob with little fangs <laughs> hopping down the road after you. Hopping down the Jiangxi Trail. We forgot to add that you can probably defeat these guys with like a four foot high fence. <laughs> <You know? laughs> That's what Hadrian's Wall was for. Yeah. There you go. Excellent. Excellent. Kept the hopping <laughs> vampires in Scotland where they belong. <laughs> Oh, shit. Good one. <laughs> Gary Mitchell's going to be back on you. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can go to some of the more modern ones, too. Mm. Um, uh, uh, Choi Hark did uh, one called Vampire Hunters in 2004. That's right. That's right. Uh, I know I've seen it because I recognize the movie, but I honestly, I don't remember that one. So, obviously, I don't know if it was that bad or I just don't remember it. Right. I remember that. I'm sure it was perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah perfect. <laughs> Choi Hark's done some of my favorite martial yeah. arts movies. You know, you got your Once Upon a Time in China right. and The Blade and... He's also done some cool things. <laughs> he did the blade. Yeah. Oh, okay. I remember. I loved that. I just didn't. Oh yeah. Um, so there's a few out there. I just can't remember them all. Well, if you want to go for you know Hollywood horror mm. martial arts movies, yeah, the first ones that come to mind are going to be Blade, the Blade trilogy. Oh yep. yeah. You got right. your vampires. You got your with the. The Guardian of Amon Ra. Yeah. <laughs> They're not Kung Fu's. You got it in your notes. What, what styles was Wesley Snipes doing uh, at that time? This is according to the uh, ever popular Wikipedia. Mm. Uh, it says that he had a. Always uh, right. Yes, of course. Uh, it said he had a fifth Don in Shotokan Karate and a second Don in Hapkido, but I'm pretty sure he had some Eskrima in there, too. Some mm. uh, stick work, but it didn't list it on there. Nice. Yeah, I could see that in if some of the. If only he had a CPA, yeah. he could be the biggest martial arts star. Oh, right well said. <laughs> I'm going to throw some Chucks out. Chuck Norris is not numb Chucks. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. He's happy as he's he, doing it, though. Yeah, he's having fun. He's not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I hope that comes through. See, recording. there, ambiance. Um, um, uh, go ahead. Silent Rage. Mm. Basically, it's a Michael Myers kind of indestructible killer that old Chuck has to track down and kick his face in. If I remember, that was uh, that was technology, though. It wasn't like magic, if I remember right. Yeah, yeah. No, he was a uh, laboratory experiment. what's the on. difference? Right, yeah. right exactly. <laughs> uh, as, in the end result, yeah. As they say in the science fiction novels, any sufficiently advanced technology 
No, I'm good. <laughs> no, I, I just <laughs> just making their way around the table, you know. <laughs> that, that tells us a lot about you that you'd turn that down. Because um, <laughs> I know my wife is going to listen eventually. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> my wife's going to listen eventually. Eventually. <laughs> She does. She's got freakishly <laughs> strong little hands. Indeed. Folks, you're getting a real view into the champagne lounge. Yeah, I've already had my rub down. I'm, nothing, I'm nothing pleased over here. Yeah, nothing funky going on. There. Okay. Damn. Although this is his segment, don't distract him too much. Um, and I think, if I remember correctly, Hero and the Terror is another semi-horror-themed Chuck Norris that movie. That rings it. Oh, my gosh. I'm I pic- think that I was Bill picture- Wallace played the villain in that. I, I, and I'm picturing, I but I'm picturing a cowboy hat, yeah, a yeah, cowboy yes. hat, and very yeah, dark. Yeah. They played uh, on on darkness, like in the lighting and everything. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. been so long since I've seen it, but yeah, he's like a serial killer that Chuck has to track down and murderize. Yeah. All these <laughs> happened right when like the slasher boom was going on. So, so everyone was like, capitalizing. Yeah, on mm-hmm. Delta Force and some semi horror. <laughs> Delta Force didn't movie. go in. Into that oh category, no, but I did. did love that movie. Right, I'm saying he had the two categories he was working true, at the true, time. True, true, um, Yeah. So, uh, what else have we got? Well, we what can go think? movie foo and go with the Resident Evil, bringing it back to the zombies. Yeah, I've yeah. yet to see any of that series. They have their ups and down moments throughout yeah. the whole thing. I think the most brilliant zombie ass kicking in movie history comes in uh, Dead Alive when the preacher jumps out there and <laughs> rescues him. <laughs> I'm kicking ass for the Lord. Throws, <laughs> he's just doing his spinning back kicks and knocking the heads off these fucking things. Oh, it's I love awesome. It. <laughs> I like that. So check out Dead Alive if you like the horror movies because it's got some good food. We got the Taekwondo well, preacher man knocking them down. There's also bringing it back around yes. uh, to the kind of the Asian cinema now that I think about it. Um, oh shit! I can't remember the name of it. Um, a Chinese ghost story. Oh, yeah. I forgot that one. There yep, you yep, go. Yep. And that's a series, and it's it's really uh, on that dealing with you know taking or the, the bride with white shit. hair. That there sort you of go. Thing. Sure. It, it takes yeah. You got your it's supernatural real legends spooky and stuff, things, but it's they bring you got it to your, a spooky level. You yeah. got your flying swordsman kind of stuff. Yeah, going exactly. On. Yeah. They, they they take common kung fu myths and stuff like that and just jack it up on crack, you know. Yeah, and, yeah. and it it's, it's and some of those are just batshit crazy and fun as hell to watch. Yeah, the the you know, two sided person, the yin and yang. It's uh-huh. a dude and a chick all in one thing, and then they spin up and they had that encounter bring you a spooky in kind too. Yeah. Uh, the, the backwards guy he had a front and a back, yeah. and he would turn around backwards and fight with him. The uh, eunuch. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Not exactly horror, but still in the kind of same kind of idea as if you've seen um, A Journey to the West. Mm. The new one, the Stephen yeah, Chow one? I yeah. haven't seen that yet. I've seen it. i I got to admit, I'm, I'm a fan of it in its own right. right. However, as a <laughs> Journey to the West adaptation, I can't stand it. It is right. nothing like the original story at all. No, I'm thinking of the, the, the pig demon yeah, thing. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll have to look that one up. <laughs> It's uh, funny. Yeah. It is. It is. I could toss out there, man. I tell you, the Raid and mm. the Raid 2 come really close to some, or actually they go f- further than a lot of horror movies do as far as just graphic, gory violence. Yeah. It, that is what we would call scary. Yeah. And demonology, <laughs> yeah. if you would, you know. I don't know if you call it that. Well, when, when a person becomes, you know, spinning slasher of evil and retribution <laughs> or just and like that a kind of thing. death machine. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Death machine. Death machine. <laughs> War machine. <laughs> we had to do that at least once more. <laughs> hey, um, what's that movie that you won't watch? Cotton Candy. Oh, that's got nothing to do with martial arts. Oh. Serbian film. Sorry. Which one? Serbian film. 
It's called Serbian film. A Serbian oh, film. Yeah, actually, I told you I had. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, you you went and got that on the Google somewhere yeah. and looked yeah, at it. Uh, I can't look at it. I'm sorry. It I love my intense. transgressive film. I'll watch you know <laughs> Martyrs all day, but I had to leave that one to the side, folks. Yeah, that's one of those where it's creepy enough to you're not even sure if it was an actual. Yeah, yeah you got to know when to. Remember the fact Dimmer that there's switch. some things you can't unsee. So just go ahead and roll your switch back just a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Doesn't make you weak. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it makes me weak. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. What, once once you realize when you watch Human Centipede, you're like that's making me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> that's when you know the limits of your dimmer switch. <laughs> Feed uh, her. <laughs> Feed her. I just love the Japanese guy going on and on about the Buddhism and whatnot. And I'm like, dude, somebody's eating out of your ass right now. Shut up. Uh, well, we've covered some ground here. We got anything else for our dear listeners? I'm pretty scared already. Yeah. This is getting pretty creepy. Well, um, yeah, what else you got? If It depends on how far you want to push the idea of horror and martial arts. You've got the Underworld series. Where there they had go. the vampires and the werewolves. Yeah. And they had ninja stars they were throwing at the werewolves, silver ninja stars. And no, whatnot. it's like universal that, uh, monsters in a Matrix world. Right, you know? there you That's go. That's basically what they're doing there. What was that, yeah, what was that movie All recent? black clad leather. Lycan and, and shit. Yeah, that yeah. one, that one. That was fun. Lycans. So. Um, yeah, yeah anything else? Chicks in there, so anything I else? Alice Algae and... Alice Algae. And, and the and green Freddy, And Freddy Fungi. They took to a lichen. <laughs> Science joke. You, you, you can never tell that she's, you know, a school teacher at all. Ooh. All right. Um, I think we've done enough. We can always die. There'll be another Halloween. We somewhere. can die back in. You got any any honorable mentions you'd like to throw in there? Ooh. Um. Karate Kid scared the <laughs> shit out of me. I will tell you, <laughs> like, if you watch like some of the Italian films from the 80s and early 90s, Italiano. like some of the uh, Dario Argent- Argento. Uh, D'Argento. Yeah, Darge- Dario Argento. Dario Argento. Yeah, that's my wife, the Italian studies major in college. <laughs> yeah, check Still out paying for that degree. Watch it. I will. I will. You gotta I'm check out Drunken Dallas. It's, it's got it's got the Italian guy. Hmm. But uh, they'll have a perfectly straight horror movie running, and this is very 80s. And then like the Break girl off. will get attacked, and she'll do a bunch of taekwondo on the attacker and beat the shit out of him. You'll have to slink off into the bushes. I swear to God, you raised your hand. You, you mean know the what ones I'm talking where about? they have the skirts and you get the panty shot there? No, no. There's <laughs> that's a different Italian. That's film, a different sir. genre. <laughs> we'll talk about that another time. Well, I, I immediately with the taekwondo struck a nerve is Buffy. You have to talk about Buffy. Absolutely. There yep. you go. That's good the horror perf- comedy. That scared me off of watching that show. I'm with you. <laughs> the taekwondo. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much everything. <laughs> What what I thought the irony of Buffy was was that in fact she was fighting off a serial masturbator and uh, <laughs> wouldn't you? Yeah. Every time I come over. Oh, Pee Wee, I'm sorry. You're only human. Uh, <laughs> popcorn. <laughs> All right. You know I think we're gonna let it. you had something to say, Tyus. Just say. No, I just said good fucking lord, good lord. <laughs> this, this is the way. All right. We're going to carry this thing along because we're right at two hours now. Oh, Ooh. good Lord. We're going to wrap it up with two quick... You have some editing, my friend. ...letters from... Not really. I'm going to let this out there as it is because right. airplanes and all people, you're getting it with the warts and all that stuff. So, let me dig around in the mailbag for a second. More real Foley. Real life Foley, folks. Uh, okay. This question comes from Shelley. 
and this is as he posted it, or she posted in the comment section of Tam. Uh, question for anyone who cares to answer. That baby's not happy anymore, Tice. Would you go check him out? That's why she's out here. <laughs> <laughs> Release the beast. Let him get it back on the floor. Put it As back posted in the comments section of Tam. Question for anyone who cares to answer. What I find odd about martial arts masters is their strange fixation with the notion that they are counselors or gurus, <laughs> guiding people with advice on how to live, what to think, and what is or is not emotional balance. The martial artists who I have known claim to know all manner of things related to the body and mind via their own personal martial art without actually attending accredited universities, meaning they base their knowledge on what martial arts have historically or practically taught them, and this makes them authorities, question mark. Has anyone else experienced this strange notion that these grandmasters seek accreditation based on paper awards they give each other? <laughs> the grandmaster fancies himself a guru of mental health, meditation, philosophy, etc. And what is going on with these unaccredited martial arts organizations who profess to be world councils, etc.? Lastly, can someone explain to me the wave of martial artists who make up their own quote-unquote styles and then proclaim to be grandmasters or supreme grandmasters in them <laughs> complete with lifetime achievement awards? That's a huge question. Do you mind if I pipe in on one particular subject on Go this? Go right ahead. Um, the emotions and, and that kind of master. Um, I see it, this being a, a two-parter in A and B. One is I'm curious about where you saw this the reason I say that is, one, there are the douchebags who are fake, phony, scam artists, uh, cultish, yada, 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 who do say this crap. Don't worry, the kids are screaming in pleasure. <laughs> is it also, you know, <clears throat> I have noticed the flip side as an instructor my entire time teaching. People is, expect it. Exactly. I blame Mr. Miyagi. Yeah. <laughs> at Damn least, crane kick again. <laughs> at, at least 80% of my students throughout the entirety of my teaching career have come to me with their personal problems and asked me to solve their nutritional life, their divorce, their emotional problems. They can't get it up. Yeah, <laughs> no shit. Everything under the Wax sun. On. And Wax all off. I can do is say, look, I, I can provide you with the knowledge that I have and, and give you some guesses and whatever and, and do my best on that. It just happens. So that's my reason for saying, how did you encounter this? Did you walk in and this teacher was giving advice to one of your co-students or something like that? You never know. They could have been looking asking, for it. Exactly. And here's the thing. We spoke earlier today when we were talking about the dimmer switch about how this applies to the rest of your life, too. So there is some ground there for a level-headed person to say, you know, yes, do this because you'll be a calmer person. Do this because you'll be a gentler, kinder person. Do You know using the training to affect other realms of your life that being said none of that makes them a an accredited psychologist you know if you have real problems not just sort of wearied well kind of problems <laughs> just not first world problems <laughs> right <laughs> third if you, world if you have like a real you know psychological disorder or something you need to drop your sifu and go see a psychologist I right think. well so not drop them if they're not trying to sell you something but <laughs> oh, no, go no. see a psychologist like, <laughs> I, I, I take head meds every day <laughs> I, 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 this is something I, I, I feel very strongly about. Like, I, I was a bitch. I was a really mean bitch for a while. No comment. <laughs> I, I was so mean to Dave. That's actually why I, I had to, like, figure it out because I, it really started after I had my first son. And, uh, and I and was like. Yeah, your chemical makeup changed and, and something I was, went I was mean. fucky on you. I, went, I, I got so to the point where I just, I, I couldn't, I don't know what happened. So, 
I mean, there should be no stigma about this. Like, talk to your doctor if you have... If you find yourself being mean and you don't feel like you should be being mean, yeah, yeah, talk yeah. to your doctor. Um, as far as accreditation goes in martial arts, yeah, there really no. is, there's no scientific way to come in and say, you are good and you are bad. I mean, there are for certain claims, but not overall. Well, part of the problem is each system has their own complete standards. Yeah. Many systems have several different competing organizations. Right. Well, that's that's yeah. also the fucked up. I, I, so that's you why know, you got to be the ultimate be grand a pro master. And con, right. though. <laughs> there's a pro and con to that because, unfortunately, you know, very few Kung Fu styles, hardly if any, have any of that kind right. of shit. A lot of the Japanese and Korean things do have, you know, kind of a, an, a hierarchy and, and, and a thing where you can at least see, oh, they're been, you know, given this certification by this thing, at least so on and so forth. But if you're talking about the emotional stuff and, and whatnot, people are, you know, yeah, it's the martial arts. Granted, as adjunct, uh, you know, subject matter in a lot of the martial arts, you're taught meditation and how to balance emotions and the fear reaction and yada, 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 yada. And so, yeah, there is some information that a teacher can impart on how to deal with certain things. But they're not coming at it from a psychological standpoint as a psychologist or right. yada, yada, yada. Well, I think the key here <clears throat> is to uh, listen to advice if you have a trusted teacher and you think they have more life experience or something. But always take it with a grain of salt. I mean, always, always <laughs> take it with a grain of salt. But you're going to put a little less weight. Uh, you know, if, if your teacher's advice is contradicting what your doctor is telling you to do, then I would be like, I'm going to listen to my doctor in this case. <laughs> or I'm at least going to try that if I'm going to try both. Right. Or you know, but bullshit. Don't, yeah. Like, all you need to do is practice the Tegut one form 15,000 times, and then your wife will love you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So just keep your critical thinking skills intact. You might get pearls of wisdom from some of these people. Yeah, you might get bullshit dung too. balls. It's yeah. just like outside of the martial arts, right? You know, why is that one douchebag in my friend the circle of friends always seem to have all the answers, right? <laughs> and, you know, I really don't want to hear from him because he's a know-it-all. I want to hear it from the guy who's actually been there. You know, I have, unfortunately, personal experience with this in, in from a teaching perspective in that I wanted to be more real when people came to me. Because, I, like I said earlier, I, uh, people came to me with their fucking problems. I'm right. like, I have no clue how to help you here yeah and so there have been times too many times where i've thrust myself into situations where i know i shouldn't have only right. so that i can say i have been there and i can tell you with experience this might work this is not a good idea so on and so forth just so that somebody doesn't think i'm you know full of shit plus you had a great time doing it hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> so before we go on too long about craig thrusting himself into things um, let's go ahead and touch the last point here because I think this is pretty easy about, you know, the martial artists who make up their own styles and proclaim to be grandmasters or supreme grandmasters, blah, blah, blah. What the problem is here is not somebody doing a polyglot style because there are plenty of good martial artists that get something from here, something from there, something from there, and they put it together in a reasonable way. Most all the ancient grandmasters did. It's, it's always, always, <laughs> always been mixed martial arts. Can I let out a secret? As long as it's not a fart. <laughs> All martial arts are made up. Yeah. yeah. 
They're created. Yes. None of it came on high from God or, you know. Despite the names, there are no divine martial arts. Exactly. (laughs) What you got to look out for is if they're doing this stupid wallpaper thing where they're trying to convince you that there's some elated great grandmaster in the system that they just created yesterday. (laughs) No, show me your system. If it works, it works. You know, if it's got good stuff in it, it's got good stuff in it. But don't do the whole paper trail, you know. Yeah, in, in short, the... The grandmaster, depending on how they're using the time, the term and stuff like that, if the guy created the system, technically they are the master or grandmaster. Now, but and does it work? Awesome. But if they're also reading you a line of bullshit, no, this is an ancient, tiny, secret thing, and I'm the grandmaster <laughs> because it was passed on to me and blah, blah, blah. Do your due diligence. Yeah, they're full of shit. Smackdown. Okay. But, yeah, you know. Yeah. Smackdown, okay. Yeah. Smackdown, Okay. <laughs> So, Shelly, thank you very much for sending that question. I'm sorry, I didn't have the time when I got this to go over to Tam and address it there in their comment section. Hopefully this will do. Hopefully you're still listening to the show. So, <laughs> <laughs> but, but thanks. Um, and this last one, this is the last one, folks. Yep, we're rocking it. We're over two hours. But we're going to take a little time out of our day here for Mr. And that's Dorsey. what it says on the email. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Mm. Tarzan Smith. All right, Mr. Tarzan. We like <laughs> Subject, thanks, and ouch. Uh, <laughs> okay, here he goes. Totally awesome that you guys are back and uh, back to uh, somewhat regularity. Keep drinking that podcast fiber. <laughs> we'll do. Uh, thanks for reading my letter, and I know I came on a little strong. Making excuses <laughs> to skip working out is my favorite pastime, so I'm way more harsh on myself. But that's not what I wrote in about today. I'd like to hear your thoughts on karate or moving forward with injuries. Recently, I took what? the littlest Smith, a.k.a. the boy, bowling, at which we all suck. But, sm- <laughs> <laughs> but smashing eight-pound pins with a 16-pound ball is an outlet, right? <laughs> I, I say so. I like to bowl overhand just because it makes me feel good. <laughs> Fred Flintstone style. I have a feeling Mr. Tarzan does. Meteor fist. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> During this outing, I caused an old injury to flare, and now I'm out for a few weeks taking muscle relaxers, pain pills, and whatnot, and I didn't even have to go to Denver. Oh, I see what you did there, Tarzan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With your whatnots. Cotton candy. Sugar bear. <laughs> Unfortunately, my doc said a uh, bacchiotomy was out. <laughs> well played, sir. <laughs> and then I just have to go slow down for a few weeks slash months until my spine realized it's good for something other than causing me extreme pain. <laughs> Getting old is great, huh? I agree. It's awesome. So enough rambling. How do you handle minor injuries, sprained toes, fingers, serious bruising, minor pulls, etc.? And how do you handle major injuries, aggravated, her, aggravated herniated discs? Mm. That's a little alliteration. I like it. Broken limbs, wives with sharp objects. <laughs> <laughs> I know we've covered a bit of this. Uh, no fever on the floor. No fever on the floor. Oh, yeah, yeah. Don't go into the dojo if you're sick. Right? Yeah. But it's been a while. Until next time, hiya, face punch duckers. <laughs> I almost nice. said something profane. <laughs> nah, that works too. Punch face punch duckers. Uh, P.S. Sometimes I ramble a bit. Feel free to. 
I got it. I got it. I feel got free it. to concise and size the question. <laughs> that's hit, a great word. I got to love that one. That, I think that's a neologism. Way to go, <laughs> Mr. Tarzan. Are you a programmer? That sounded like concatenate. but <laughs> Concatenate? No, it's concise and size. I like it's it. awesome. And uh, PPS, y'all ever get down to the bayou in Louisiana, let me know. I'll ah, make that sure explains you have the a language. Good time. And, <laughs> and if you ever get up here, Who come that? up here. We, we like you. We like your sense of humor and your style, brother. Yeah, we, we, we got some bayou boys in our crew, too. <laughs> so. okay. I'm not touching I'm not touching any part of this because that me and Dave would have a, have discussion. Uh-uh. I don't I don't have an aggravated herniated disc. Aggravated or, herniated disc. Dun, dun. Or a broken limb. However, I am a we could wife that. with sharp objects on a regular <laughs> basis. Um and as a wife with with um sharp objects on a regular basis, I would say Give her her alone time. <laughs> and when a bunch of money. She has her bubble no, bath. Not, not even. I don't even need that. No, she probably won't. Wouldn't either. Just, just a little alone time with those sharp objects. To take the hockey mask yep. off. Yep. Um, you, you, you don't have to be present, so you don't have to be feeling threatened. Just like. Just go away and take the children with you. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just walk away for just a little while, you she's know, not an hour. To Dave right now. Or well, she's not looking two. at me. <laughs> okay, you know? I think Mr. Tarzan and Mr. Dave have taken your point on that one. Well played, <laughs> madam. Just saying. But let's quickly, I'll throw it to you two guys. Uh, minor injuries versus major. Do you have protocols for each? Um, or who you? cares? <laughs> now you know what to do with your wife, and that's where you really That's live. a major injury by Good point. Right? Take that to heart, Tarzan. A lot of people uh, would say use the rice method. Personally, I'm not a fan of it because I'm a big fan of stuff that Dave doesn't buy into. But I'm into heat um, to let the blood flow and stuff like that depends on what we're talking about contusions, you know, and, and bruising and yada, 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 um, that kind of stuff. And I use a lot of, uh, traditional Chinese medicine for helping the blood to flow and, and that kind of thing to avoid bruising and swelling and yada, 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 um, <coughs> on serious matters that, uh, you know, you can't handle in school. We'll see a fucking specialist. I mean, <laughs> that's what they're there for. Yeah. Right. And, you know, sometimes martial artists face painful realities. We all have our little tricks, but we all generally regress to the mean when it comes to minor injuries. You know, we're, they come and they go. But as you get older and <laughs> they come more often, they, they come more often. <laughs> and sometimes yeah, you hit well, something like, you know, Big Al's spoken about it on the podcast before, but he's got a progressive condition called spondylitis, mm. which is a particular type of it. This is basically fusing his entire spine together. Uh, what he do now, you know, <laughs> a hot bath ain't going to fix it. Uh, and frankly, you know, medicine can't fix it either. They can mitigate it. Right. So at that point, you know, I say take your stuff that will probably regress to the mean and do whatever makes it easier on you to get over it. Whether it's rest, ice, compression, elevation, some things are heat based, you know, there's all different ways to go with it. But just be aware that, like, you get that minor tweak in your back, you can either go to your chiropractor or your witch doctor or whoever, and it will go away most of the time. You can also lay on your couch and just be mellow for a week, and it will go away most of the time. Yeah, a lot of your stuff, you got to realize the human body is a wonderful thing. It's made to repair cells. 
that's made to repair. It's just, it takes time and it, it's a pain in the butt as martial artists because you won't be back on the mat as soon as possible. If, um, it, if it's minor ahead. enough, um, you can still train with it. You just got to make sure your training partners know that there's something wrong, too. Here, hold on one second, Dave. Um, share the story. I think it was second or third. Uh -oh. You know where I'm going with this. You, <laughs> you know where I'm going. Me. It's one of your co-hosts. Uh, was fucked up to no end degree over and over and over and over and still kept coming out to the, to oh, the mat. Yeah, he was, <laughs> he was on his motorcycle and depending on which side of the story you go with, was either hit by a car or right. he hit a car. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, same, same. Yeah, you know? yeah this, is, this is the story I was talking about. I was uh, listening to this and my jaw was court, dropping. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he actually ended up <laughs> kind of with his head kind of stuck in the wheel well. I mean, it was really bad. <laughs> Uh, he died twice on the way to the hospital type of thing. Um, and he was still coming to the, the dojo. Um, and in some ways it was good for him to keep moving. And in some ways it was really god-awful that yeah. he was doing it. So Because one bad injury right then could well, have he been had, it for him. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he has three or four uh, fused spines in his neck and... Fuse spines. Fuse vertebrae. <laughs> we, we, we got you. We We've been in the, the monster show for a long time now. You know, and, and honestly, one good break and that's gone. So yep. One good break deserves another yeah. and usually it will happen. So, you know, at the same time, it's good that he's keeping moving because otherwise he wouldn't be. Yeah. And at the same time, he has to really mitigate what he can do. Yeah, you have to use common sense and, and look at your human body and understand anatomy. You know, it's great if you can keep moving, keep the blood going, stuff like that, depending upon where the, the injury is and what is being involved. If it's something on the spine, that's touching everything, yeah. bro. <laughs> yeah, that's super risky. And we all love to hear the story of somebody says, well, my doctor told me I'd never X again. Yeah. And I look at me, I'm doing it. That is awesome. And look, <laughs> nobody's a statistic until you are one. You know, we're all individuals. Different things happen. Statistics, statistics are just based on averaging out things. It always happens so, to someone else. Yeah. Right, right. But don't get it in your head that you're going to be Superman and come back in three weeks after you had your neck broken and start rolling on the mat again because you're taking an insane risk. Give your body time. Again, it's martial arts. It's all about self-protection. And, yep. and, and there's aside a lot from that, of ways to do that. There, this is something that, you know, for my students, I was talking about this today, and none of my students are injured or anything like that, but I was trying to give them this kung fu lesson, right? Um, but the most wonderful time to develop some insane amounts of perception, proprioception, interoception, all that good stuff on when you're when you're injured when you're hurt you, yeah yeah is go ahead and rest up you can still practice just try to do it in your head alone that'll <laughs> fuck with you bro but that'll turn up your skill there's in always a notch. way to practice yeah there is even if you're bedridden there's always a way to practice something that tangentially touches on your martial arts all right, Tarzan, I hope that helped. We're going to go ahead and wrap this one up because, uh, you know, You've with the Marshall Brain in there, we're going to – Hey, look, we promise these people a gala Halloween episode. <laughs> Trick or treat, you got my feet. <laughs> oh, well uh, – Thais is going to change the baby diaper, everybody. No, it's, a, it's almost over. Just bring the baby out here. Okay. Bring the baby out here. Yeah, that we'll, smells pretty we'll terrifying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, and uh, basically, uh, Jared, go ahead and throw out once again where people can find you on your podcast. Well, if you're looking on iTunes or Stitcher or whatever, just look up Martial Thoughts Podcast. 
Um, if you're interested in the blog or you get the show notes, you can go to www.thinkingmarshall.blogspot.com. Um, and I'm a fan of this one too, so <laughs> I talk about half the same shit anyway. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you all tend to come at it with the Japanese arts perspective. Right, so if somebody's like, "These high eye guys are too kung fu," <laughs> then going over there and yeah, yeah, get a different get perspective. Your on. Yeah, we got a lot of crossover going already. I've seen that happen. So thanks again for coming on the show. No, no problem. Um, if you want to get yeah, in touch with us, over to us, yeah. If you want to get in touch with us, you go to. <laughs> mailbag at highoppodcast.com we will read that stuff you can contact pages at the website www.highoppodcast.com honey just skip the w's everybody knows okay highoppodcast.com go there mailbag mailbag at highoppodcast.com i guess i just got my shit straightened out folks <laughs> Come on, like, those are sharp objects freaking w's Okay. <laughs> just do a search. If you search on the on any kind of Google, Yahoo, and just do a search. Hi, y'all, with two A's, and you got us coming H-I-Y. and going. By the way, just about that. I don't know, but there, apparently somewhere in the U.S. there's a food truck called Hi, Food Truck. There is. Truck. They got yeah. three A's, though. Yeah, they got three A's. on that, like, second episode. Yeah, if you look at our Hi, page and just the regular feed, they're in there. <laughs> so if you're in the San Francisco Bay Area and want some good uh, Takorian food, then check that out, too. All right. Speaking of which, for our local listeners, we do have a taqueria in downtown Decatur. Yeah, we got one over here, too, by the Kroger. Sweet. Yep. The K-Rodge. All right. Com, not paid by well, folks, this has been awesome. I want you to get out there, stab some pumpkins, trick some treats, have a great freaking Halloween. And we'll be back in early November. But we'll until then, there. we will see ya! <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's over.